Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Brent Bowen, Scotty Quaz, our entire Jackrabbit Sports Network team on hand. It's time for our weather at kickoff, presented by DeKalb. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb brand corn. Little breeze down there, Scooter? Well, it's nice inside the Alaris Center here. We, uh, again, like we mentioned earlier, Kind of a heat wave. Uh, we know that the uh, temps could reach up into the 60s and 70s here. This week we, uh, with some of those last final warmer days. But, yeah, pleasant inside. No wind uh, other than the players rushing by us as they've taken the field. Jason Perkins is our white hat, the referee today for Jackrabbits, for Fighting Hawks meeting at the center of the field on the ND logo, which is black with the white face of a hawk, which goes literally from 137-yard line to the other, so it's rather large, it's ND in form. And the uh, teams are being informed of how the coin toss will go. We are down at the 10-yard line on the east end, the southeast end of this facility. So the Fighting Hawks have the sideline directly in front of us. The Jacks are across the way. SDSU wearing blue helmets, white tops, blue numbers and lettering over blue pants. UND in green helmets, white numbers and lettering on black tops over black pants. So white right, over blue for SDSU, black over black for UND. Thank you. Hold on to that for just a moment. Your call, please. Heads? Heads is the call. It's Jason Perkins, please our referee. Coin. Heads it is. Defer, you guys want the ball? Which way do you want to kick? All right, let's spin this way, please. Okay. South Dakota State has won the toss, deferred their choice to the second half. North Dakota will receive the ball at the north end zone. Good luck, gentlemen. So it'll be South Dakota State winning the toss and deferring. UND football first, and I think both teams are probably in some respects happy with that. UND Albahi leans towards its offense a little bit more, and the Jacks certainly ride this defense. Well, there's no question the Fighting Hawks want to come out and set the pace, set the tempo of this game. Remember, they've had a bye week. They've been waiting two weeks to play another game, so they're chomping at the bit to get their offense on the field, get out here. At the same time, it allows the Jackrabbits to put their best foot forward. Not that our offense has not been good and great, but our defense has been absolutely outstanding this year. It'll give our defensive line the chance to set the tone for this game because they need to contain that run game they need to keep Tommy Schuster under wraps and then try to get a takeaway sometime this afternoon from UND the Jacks have 13 takeaways on the season UND's only turned it over three times and the first time the Jackrabbits get the ball my x-factor today is going to be one of the wide receivers for the Jackrabbits I don't have a great feel for who it is it could be one of the Yankees it could be Canyon Bauer maybe it'll be Landon Wolf but I think we're going to see one of those receivers have a big game. And for the Jacks on the defensive side, my sleeper is Malik Lofton. I think he's the guy who's going to step up and make a play this afternoon. Jacks are without the services of the All-American running back, Isaiah Davis, who suffered a shoulder injury at North Dakota State last Saturday. But Tucker Kraft back for the first time after missing six games due to an injury in his lower leg. Kraft will see significant time today is what we were told. Hunter Dustman has teed the ball up on the 35-yard line from left to right, he'll kick. The Jacks have given up a number of big kick returns lately. Meanwhile, C.J. Seagull is 11th in the country in kick returns, a 29-and-a-half-yard average for the fifth-year senior and starting cornerback out of La Crosse, Wisconsin. Seagull back at the goal line. Dustman, the high end-over-end kick. Seagull four yards deep in his end zone with North Dakota painted on it in green, outlined in white on a black backdrop, puts a knee to it, and UND begins at its own 25. 
Tommy Schuster, six feet tall, 195 pounds, fourth year junior out of the Detroit area, has been intercepted only once in his last 140 passes. That was a ball that went right through his receiver's hands. He's 11th in the nation, 68% completions, 1,425 yards, eight touchdowns, making his 25th consecutive start. Schuster will have Tyler Hoosman as the running back to his right. UND bunches two receivers left and has a wide out to the right. Schuster makes his call, now motioning from left to right at tight end in the form of Max Gunderson. Schuster with a glove on his left hand, bare right hand, takes the shotgun snap, play fake, drops to throw, stepping up. He'll throw it deep down the center of the field. Man out there, but he overthrew him. Garrett Mogg was racing down the center of the field. UND had time for that play to develop, but Schuster threw it way out in front of Mogg on the opening snap. Well, Herter and Durant, or Herter and Large, check that, were both back on the safety coverage, and he split those two, had a step on the safeties back there, but again, as you said, overthrown. The other thing that Tommy Schuster had working for him was time to stand in that pocket and wait for that Mog route to develop downfield. UND has a bit of a maligned offensive line. They've started eight different players this year. Three wides all to the right. Who's been behind Schuster in a pistol on second and 10 UND from its own 25. Fake of the handoff, Schuster hit as he throws, lobs the ball down the left side, wide open, making the catch, Jaden Norby the tight end midfield, 45, and he is shoved out of bounds by Dyshawn Gales at the SDSU 43-yard line. That's a pickup of 32 yards, a beautiful throw by Schuster, who had to hang in there because he took a lick as he found Norby for only his second reception of his college career. Yeah, took a shot on the blitz from the left-hand side, but as you said, that timing route, he hung it up there and allowed his tight end to run under it. So UND, 30 seconds in with a first and 10 of the Jacks, 43. Motioning from right to left, a wide receiver. They'll fake it to him. Rolling out to the right, Schuster wide open in the right flat. Who's been running back 30? Right sideline, 25. And he takes a big hit from the right shoulder of Tucker Large. And he is out of bounds at the SDSU 23. That is a pickup of 20. And UND with back-to-back -back first downs through the air from the efficient fourth-year junior right-handed throwing quarterback, Tommy Schuster. And again, we expected the Jackrabbit defense might blitz a little bit more often to try to get Schuster off balance. They brought Dyshawn Gales from the right corner that time, but the play went away from him. So North Dakota on the right hash of the Jacks, 23. Two wides, both to the right. Up back left, Isaiah Smith. Tailback behind Schuster in the pistol is Tyler Hoosman. Motioning right to left, Bo Belquist. Fake of the handoff, Schuster. Rolling right, pressured by Bach. Throws high. Jumping catch is made by Wilson. Spinning through a tackle, and that is Red Wilson, the junior. A junior college transfer out of Masabi Range in Minnesota. Spinning his way to the SDSU 12. 11 yards to Wilson. His 15th reception of the year. He he also has 10 carries. You can see the tempo at North Dakota. We talked about Tommy Schuster. It's one, two, three, and the ball is out or something's happening, so this is a quick moving offense. And again, another blitz that time. Three plays in a row as this time it was Adam Bach from the linebacker spot coming in untouched, just not able to get to Tommy in time. After the deep incompletion on play one, three consecutive first downs for UND. It's in the red zone, first and 10 of the Jacks, 12. Two wides left, up back and tight end left. Schuster a handoff up the middle to Hoosman and a nice tackle by Adam Bach, number 32 against number 32. Hoosman for a gain of two. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude. Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Well, that run by Hoosman kept under his season average. He's averaging 6.2 yards per carry. 
Grad transfer coming over here from the University of Northern Iowa, so transferred within the Valley. 12.35 first quarter, no score opening drive. UND second and eight, Jackrabbit 10 right hash. Three wides left and one to the right. Hoosman the back to the right of Schuster in the gun. Four down linemen for SDSU. Shotgun snap, three-step drop. Schuster quick over the middle. Bull Belquist makes the catch and dives through traffic into the end zone for a North Dakota touchdown. Belquist's third score of the season, 11th of his career, and the leading receiver in the Missouri Valley puts North Dakota on top early. What well, an impressive drive by UND. I was gonna say, we talked about Belquist in the pregame, has a knack for finding those soft spots. He's not huge, he doesn't have a big stature, doesn't prevent a big target, but he knows where to find the openings, where to find the seam, and that time just uh, from the slot position, Gets open at the three-yard line, and Schuster found him. Bo Belquist has played 23 college games. He has caught a pass at all 23. The Brady Stevens extra point is good, and UND out to a 7-0 lead. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary. Six plays, 75 yards in two minutes and 40 seconds. Schuster was four for five on that drive for 73 of those 75 yards. Go further with the fuel efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Well, that drive went about as well as it possibly could for North Dakota, and the Jackrabbits certainly not happy about their effort on defense on that opening drive as UND was Schuster through the air just picking the Jacks apart. Guys, that touchdown play to Adam Bach in on the tackle there in the end zone after the play. Got rolled up on or took some contact with the left ankle, really struggling to get off after the PAT try there. And they're having him back into the tent to get looked at by the athletic training and doctor staff here at the Alaris Center. Adam Bach means so much to this team, the middle linebacker, if he's out and already dinged up defense, particularly that linebacking core is in for a world of hurt. Brady Stevens will kick off. Back to return for South Dakota State, Jaden Yonke and Angel Johnson hanging around the goal line. From right to left, the kick will go. 12-20 in the opening quarter. It is 7-0 North Dakota in the Alaris Center. Number 20 on top of number one. A lot of height on this end over end kick. Fair catch called for and made two yards deep by Jaden Yonke. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. Mark Gronowski has only lost one game to an FCS team that he started and played the duration of the contest in, and it was in this building. Granted, it was half empty when the Jacks came up here in the spring of 2021 and lost to North Dakota. Had the lead late into the third quarter, but it slipped away. Gronowski will have Omar Johnson behind him. Again, no Isaiah Davis. Jackrabbits have two tight ends, one of them some guy named Kraft. Two wides to the right, they're both Yankees. Shotgun letter high snap, play fake, Gronowski drops, pump fakes, rolling out to the right side. He will try to run along the near sideline, and he is ankle tackled after a one-yard gain by Ben McNabo, who leads UND in both tackles for loss and sacks. The best defensive end on this team, the Minnesota transfer, brings down Gronowski after a one-yard scramble. Well, off the play-action pass, or play-action, Gronowski was looking for a quick hitter across the middle. Fighting Hawks had that covered up, and as he rolled out right, he had Jaden Yonke down the right sideline, but wasn't able to get the pass on the way down to Jaden. 11.45 first quarter, UND 7, SDSU nothing. The top ranked Jacks, second and nine of their own 26. Kraft tight right, Hines tight left. Morgan is an up back left, and now early movement and a whistle and a flag on South Dakota State. Ball start. Offense number 50, five yard penalty, remains first down. 
Gus Johnson snapped that, Gus Miller, I should say, snapped that ball early, and the Jacks go backwards. It is now second and 14, SDSU at its own 21. Jacks had all sorts of issues dealing with the noise in the Fargo Dome last week. Crowd nowhere near that. Plenty of empty seats. If it's 10,000, that's it. But this building almost has a silo green bin-like effect. It really rattles around, does the noise. Three wides left, Hines tight right on second and 14. Shotgun snap, screen left side, Jackson Yonke hit, bounced off a tackle, breaks the second, bull rushes through a third and reaches his own 27 yard line. Jackson Yonke for six on the reception, setting up third down and eight. That play just didn't have a great flow to it. The Jacks almost held on the perimeter. UND actually ended up with the football, but Yonke was already down. It's kind of an off balance start to that. Almost looked like the right side of the lane line got started before the left side, just not quite in sync. UND has not been good on third downs defensively, allowing 50% conversions, the sixth worst of the nation. Jacks third and eight, one wide left and two to the right. Johnson the tailback, Gronowski drops to throw him in a four-man rush, a lot of time. Throwing it deep down the right sideline for Jaden Yonke, and the pass is incomplete. He was well covered by Caden Coppin in the safety, and the Jackrabbits go three and out on their opening possession. Yeah, he was well covered, but the ball was also a little bit underthrown as Yonke had to kind of stop his route and try to come back through the defender to make the catch. It was a one-on-one -on -one matchup, so you can't fault Gronowski for trying to take advantage of that one-on-one. -on -one. Either get a catch, get an incompletion, Maybe get a pass interference call, but uh, the D-back was in great position on the inside shoulder. Bo Belquist, three punt returns, a five-and-a-half-yard average at the UND 31-yard line. Dustman waits at his own 12 to punt for South Dakota State. On fourth and eight for the Jackrabbits. Jaden Mueller the snap, UND rushes after it. They nearly got it. Dustman got it away, went down because of friendly fire. It bounces in the Belquist's hands. He runs around a man 30, 35, 40, left sideline midfield, 45, 40, staying inbounds, 30, 25, 20, and he's run down from behind inside the 15-yard line by Matthew Durantz. Dustman nearly had it blocked. He got rolled into by his own man. Then after all of that, the Jacks overran Belquist, who made it pay and then some, Time returning the it all the way to the 11-yard line. It's a 45-yard punt, a 61-yard return, and North Dakota is rolling in the early going. 10-18 remaining in quarter number one. It is number 20, North Dakota 7. And South Dakota State, the top team in the FCS, nothing. And UND, a first and 10 at the Jacks 11 when you return to the Alaris Center. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 7 nothing is our score. North Dakota with the advantage here early on at the Alaris Center and in prime position to take an early 14-0 lead. Farming season is winding down, but Peterson Farm Seed still does everything it takes to help farmers raise more bushels. They're that kind of seed company. If you're that kind of farmer, give them a call or visit petersonfarmseeds.com. And First Bank and Trust. Let's be real. You earn, you save, you plan, you protect. First Bank and Trust offers smart and savvy financial solutions for wherever you are now, but also where you'd like to go. First Bank and Trust. Real banking, real easy. Member FDIC. Well, certainly this has been the absolute worst start the Jacks could have hoped for, the best for UND, and there has been a history of this. You go back to the opening drives the last couple of weeks, USD had its best drive of the day, marched down the field, kicked a field goal. Bison went right down the field on the opening drive, scored a touchdown, and now UND a 7-0 lead, force a three and out, big punt return, and now North Dakota at the Jackrabbit 11 begins first and 10. SDSU has come up with five red zone turnovers this season. Can that defense come up with a big play. 
UND, one wide to the left. Three receivers bunched tight right. Schuster has Isaiah Smith, the running back to his left after Hoosman handled things on the opening drive. From the 11, toss, running left, it is Smith, and he runs through one tackle, then gets hit out of bounds by Colby Herter inside the nine-yard line. It is a two-yard gain on that first snap. You know, Tyler, normally we get a little further into the game before we talk about gut check time, but this is gut check time right now for this Jackrabbit defense. If they can hold them the next couple of plays and try to force a field goal attempt and prevent them from getting into the end zone, that'll be a huge, huge victory for this defense. they got to step up and make a play. And there is no Adam Bach on the field. He's walking back to the locker room as we talk, the All-American middle linebacker. Second and eight, UND from the Jackrabbit nine, left hash. Schuster with four wides, handoff Smith, quick hitter straight up the middle, and he's brought down inside the five. Great tackle by Peyton Schaefer, the senior out of Cottage Grove, Minnesota, just shy of the sticks. He's inside the two, he needed to reach the one. It is third and less than one for North Dakota inside the Jackrabbit two. Boy, what about some speed there. Just got a head up, uh, head of steam, and just went straight up the field right outside that hash mark, and there's a tough collision at the one. So third down and less than one. Quincy Vaughn in the game, 6'4", 245. The bulldozing quarterback, he'll keep off the right side, and we'll see. The Jackrabbits got a great surge off the right side, and where they're marking him, he got no gain. So Vaughn didn't get it, it's fourth down. He had that right foot stepped way back and he kind of stepped back and tried to go to the right and so uh, gave the Jacks plenty of time to get over the pile. And UND keeping its offense on the field. Vaughn lost about four inches. It's fourth and less than one. The ball is inside the two. UND needs to reach the one. Seven nothing Fighting Hawks, 8.35 first quarter. Vaughn will be under center with an eye formation and now we have whistles. Previous play under review. Referee Jason Perkins. That the runner was short of the line to gain is under further review. Well, here becomes the issue. Do you have any sort of an angle that's going to tell you anything? Because Midco Sports, which is providing the television coverage, doesn't have a direct camera right on the goal line. They do have a handheld near the goal line, and you can try to decipher things. But I'll tell you what, when Vaughn comes in and goes under center, there's a 98% chance he's going to take that ball and go straight ahead. I mean, the kid's what, 6'5", 240 pounds. He's a fullback taking the snap. And one of the linebackers from that left side gambled on that, and at the snap came flying right at Vaughn and made that first contact. The question is, like you said, is there in, in, in irrefutable evidence that he made that line to gain and I got to believe that uh, unless they've got something that we're not seeing I don't know how you would overturn that well and we have a decent view because literally I'm standing looking right <laughs> down about the 11 yard line and so the play's less than 10 yards to our left and Vaughn got no surge whatsoever no. the Jackrabbits stood him back and uh, so they review this with 8.32 to play in our first quarter. If you're just joining us, North Dakota went right down the field and scored a touchdown. The Jacks went three and out, nearly had the punt blocked. A huge return by Bo Belquist, put UND inside the 20, and here's our review. After review, the ruling on the field stands, fourth down. No way for Darwin Schaefer, our replay official, to sort that out. So North Dakota, after the big punt return, now facing a fourth and less than one. Ball is inside the two on the left hash. UND needs to get right about the one yard line, maybe just inside the one. UND has its offense huddled up on the near side and they're gonna keep him on the field with Vaughn. 
Vaughn again out of Hamilton, Ontario. 6'4", 245. He has 19 rushes on the year. He'll act as a quarterback. One receiver is wide left. There is an I formation. Jaden Norby, who had the big reception on the first drive, is ahead of Tyler Hoosman. Fourth and less than one at the two of the Jacks. Vaughn will keep off the left side. Pyle surges forward. He's inside the one. I don't think he got to the end zone, but he appears to have the first down. Yeah, that was the advantage they had right there is they didn't need to get to the end zone. They just needed to get to the one-yard line, and where they're marking it, like you said, where the officials came in to spot it, it appears he does have the first down inside the one. And he does, so it's first and goal. Didn't get to the end zone, but moves the chains. So first and goal, UND from the half-yard line. 8-17, clock in motion first quarter. 20th-ranked North Dakota, a 7-0 lead on number one SDSU. And Vaughn is under center again. One wide left, one wide right. Vaughn will keep, jump over the pile, and he's into the end zone for a North Dakota touchdown. Quincy Vaughn, his fifth career rushing score, third of the year, and UND out to a blazing start. It's 13-0 fighting Hawks. Well, you mentioned earlier, Tyler, this is the worst case scenario for the Jackrabbits coming in to have those two quick strikes and a 14-0 deficit. Well, right now, 13, I'm assuming the extra point. But that early deficit, eight minutes to go yet in the first quarter. On the positive side, we don't see the Jackrabbits get rattled, all right? They, they are very confident in what they can do. They know they can play better. And they have shown us in these past three, four games that they can make the adjustments to make the stops but you cannot continue to give up big plays. You cannot to give, give up the special teams returns and give up the big plays with big yardage. They need to settle in, lock down. Lots of time in reviewing this scoring play. In fact, the, we're going uh, to stop play to have a review. The Scott. scoring review uh, sideline. The field that the ball carrier broke the plane of the goal line prior to the ball coming loose is under further review. Vaughn dove over the top of the pile, stretched the ball forward. At the end, the ball came free. Now, I know what you Jackrabbit fans are thinking. Oladokun did this against UND in November, appeared to clearly score a touchdown, and UND got the football. The officials erred in that call last year and should have given Oladokun a touchdown. From our vantage point, it looked like Vaughn had cleared the plane. All the football has to do when it's in Vaughn's grasp is reach the white line of the goal line. It doesn't have to go through it. It doesn't have to be maintained because he has possession out of the end zone. All he has to do is reach with it and have the tip of the pickskin reach that white line that is the goal line, and then the play's dead and it's a touchdown. And apparently Darwin Schaefer, our replay official, wants to take further look at this because they took a long time, as Scotty said, to decide if they're going to review it and then finally stop play. But your explanation, Tyler, is exactly why he tried to go up and over. He knew all he had to do was break the plane. The previous two sneaks that he tried to do, he took that ball down into his gut and tried to bull his way forward. This time, knowing all he has to do is break the plane, he had both hands on it, reached it over. And that's the risk when you do reach over the top, obviously, yep. is that it could be knocked away from you. And part of this, too, is that they don't have necessarily on top of clear. So they're they're really dissecting what they do have. After review, the ruling on the field that the ball broke the plane of the goal line before coming loose stands. Touchdown. Again, with the angle and where things are, both these reviews have stood because there's no way to concretely tell. So it's 13-0 North Dakota. And with 8.06 left in our first quarter, Brady Stevens to add on an extra point. Stevens is 39 for 39 in his career in PATs. This UND team just has a different energy about it in this building. 
and they have shown that so far. Good snap, good placement. Stevens' kick way up the netting and good. And it is 14 to nothing. 20th ranked North Dakota over top ranked South Dakota State. A 61-yard Bo Belquist punt return set it all up. The Northland four dealers drive summary five plays, 11 yards in two minutes and 12 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 8.06 first quarter and a couple of haymakers thrown early by the home team. 20th ranked North Dakota leads number one South Dakota State 14-0. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Alara Center. 14-0 is our score in favor of the Fighting Hawks with 8.06 to go in the opening quarter. Sanford, Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine has the expertise to keep athletes in the game they love. Sanford Health is the proud to be ex the ex exclusive sports medicine provider for the Jacks. 8.06 in the first, and I'm telling you, these first seven minutes, UND ranked number 20 in the FCS, 4-2. Coming off a bye, and the Fighting Hawks have held the Jacks to only three snaps. Adam Bach, the All-American middle linebacker, went down with an injury in the first series. He's back in the locker room. Isaiah Davis, the All-American running back unavailable today, and UND a 14-0 lead. Huge hole for the Jacks to try to dig themselves out of. Brady Stevens, the kickoff, right to left, end over end. Jaden Yonke, a fair catch inside the near boundary with one foot on either side of the goal line. So it'll be SDSU football at its own 25. Jackrabbits with a long, long way to go to the finish line, but UND all the momentum. Can the Jacks, having dealt with so much adversity all year on the way to being number one for the first time in program history, find a way to rebound from this early two-score deficit? Jacks in blue helmets, white tops, and blue pants come from the far sideline. A.J. Coons will be wide right. Zach Hines tight end right. Tucker Kraft tight end left. Mike Morgan up back left. Amar Johnson behind Mark Gronowski in a pistol formation. Gronowski will make his call. Gus Miller, the center, will snap it. Motioning left to right is Morgan up back right now. Shotgun letter eye snap. Give to Amar Johnson running right. Got tripped up at the hole and fell forward to the 27-yard line. Only a couple of yards. Caden White, the inside linebacker, second on the team in tackles. The Wisconsin native made the stop on Johnson, who had some daylight, but only gains two. I was going to say, he had he was one step away, I think, from breaking that to the sideline. Good blocking up front by John O'Brien, Evan Bernston on that right side. And if Johnson is able to step out of that ankle tackle, there was only one D-back out to his right that he had to beat for a big game. Hines and Kraft, double tights left. The two Yankees wide left. Johnson behind Gronowski at a pistol. UND, two down linemen, three more walk to the line. Now two tight ends shift to the right. Second and eight SDSU at its own 27. Gronowski drops to throw, looking, looking over the middle. Pass incomplete through the hands and off the helmet of Tucker Kraft on the crossing route. After he dropped it, he got banged to the turf by Wyatt Pedigo. It'll be third down and eight SDSU. Yeah, first chance in six games for Kraft to make that reception, and it was it, it had some heat on it from Gronowski, but even if he had caught it, it wasn't going to go far because, as you said, Pedigo was right there to put the hit on him. Kraft checks out, third and eight SDSU. Jacks on third downs this season, sixth in the Valley, 43%. Jaden Yonke wide left, Bauer and Jackson Yonke wide right, Johnson the back to the right of Gronowski on third and eight as this place makes some noise. Gronowski to throw over the middle. Hines makes the catch, falls backwards towards the sticks, and I don't think he quite got it. Needed to reach the 35. He was falling with his back downfield and landed at about the 34 and a half. 
It's fourth and less than one, and John Stigelmeyer sent the punt team on for a moment, then they stopped, and now they come on. As Hines made that catch, he was spinning where he ended up actually landing on the ground. The ball was over the 35, but as you mentioned, before he reached out and got that far, his hip had hit the ground and got marked short at the 34 and a half. Dustman barely got the first punt away. It was 42 yards, and Belquist had a 61-yard return. Dustman, good snap, three steps and a right-footed boot. Boy, this a high end-over-end kick. Backing up, fair catching, and making it inside of his own 15 is Bo Belquist. He hauls it in back at the 13-yard line. It's a 52-yard punt, no return. So the Jacks, two three-and-outs, North Dakota, two touchdown drives, and number 20 UND out to a 14-to-nothing edge over top-ranked South Dakota State with 6.28 remaining in quarter number one. And now UND begins drive number three, the nose of the football on its own 13. Tommy Schuster today, four of five for 73 yards. That was all on the opening drive. He has Tyler Hoosman to his right, two receivers either side of the set. Adam Box still not in there. The middle linebacker is currently Peyton Schaefer. Bach was injured on the opening series. Shotgun snap, Schuster, handoff to who's been running right, breaks one tackle, then took a big hit from Chase Norblade, playing in just his second game of the season, the SDSU safety. Who's been out to the 18-yard line for a gain of five. Jacks right now have Gales and Lofton at the corners. Norblade and Large are the safety. Schaefer, Stallbird, and Freeman are the linebackers. Hicks, along with Sanders, Brian Williams back in the lineup as a defensive tackle, and Caden Johnson, the other defensive end. UND a second and five from its own 18. Two wides left. Schuster motioning from left to right, a wide receiver. It's a jet sweep, running left to right, bouncing off a tackle at the 20, picking up a first down and hit out of bounds near the 24-yard line. Caden Dennis, the freshman wide out out of Kansas City. So Dennis on the jet sweep from left to right, gains six on second and five, and UND with a first down. 5.37 opening quarter, the 20th ranked Fighting Hawks, a 14-0 lead on the number one team in the FCS, South Dakota State. You know, wow. the early eye test on this North Dakota team is they're not big, they're off young, but boy, do they have speed. It is everywhere on this team. They align trips left, one wide to the right, tight end to the right, empty set for Tommy Schuster. 25th consecutive start for the QB out of the Detroit area. Motioning left to right is Wilson. They'll fake it to him. Schuster throws a screen left side, making the catch and breaking one tackle and a stiff arm across the 30 goes Bo Belquist, who had the huge return earlier on the punt. Stallbird brings him down near the 32-yard line. It's a gain of eight on first down for North Dakota. Seeing some of the balance we expected out of this Fighting Hawks offense, we know they've got the ground game with Hoosman and Smith in the backfield, but Schuster right now, and they're safe passes. I mean, he took the deep shot on the very first play of the game. Everything else he's thrown since then has been short to medium range, but they're safe passes and they're open receivers as the Jackrabbits playing a little bit soft in some coverage, and part of that is because of the misdirection on the play action. UND second down and two from its own 32, leading 14-0 for 31st quarter. Tommy Schuster, shotgun snap, play fake, pass right side, intercepted! Dyshawn Gales, and it's all the way into the end zone! Pick six, touch, down, Jackrabbits! 
You want to talk about turning this game on its head. Dyshawn Gales, his fifth career interception, and there was nobody out there on the right side. He stepped in front of Schuster's pass the first time in 146 passes. Schuster's been picked off, and Gales runs it all the way to the black painted end zone. Well, the, the punctuation on that, Dyshawn Gales ran by here. Everybody wanted to celebrate. He was saying, don't celebrate, don't celebrate. He was putting hands down, telling everybody just to stay calm, knowing what the scoreboard says. Well, he planted his foot on that coverage and read Schuster's eyes the whole way, and he made a break. I mean, he was taking a chance. If that's a double move, he's in trouble, right? But he planted his foot, made the read. All those passes have been short, steps in front of it to take it to the house. Just the fourth UND turnover of the season. That's how rare it has been. What a play by Gales. The Hunter Dustman extra point is up and good. And suddenly there is life on the far sideline of the Alaris Center. New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score big with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. Dyshawn Gales, a 31-yard pick six, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutoMall.com. That's the first time since the opening round of the playoffs when Dallas Beanham returned a pick 59 yards against UC Davis last November. The Jackrabbit defense has had a pick six. The Northland Ford dealers drive summary, well, there isn't one. It's just a 31-yard pick six. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Long way to go in Grand Forks, 421st quarter. 20th ranked UND 14, top ranked SDSU 7. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 421st quarter, top ranked SDSU on the pick six, 31 yards by Dyshawn Gales back in the game. Number 20, North Dakota 14, SDSU 7. Hunter Dustman to kick things off from the 35-yard line on the left side of things. And the end over end, right-footed boot towards the far sideline. C.J. Siegel, a yard into the end zone, returns to right numbers 10, 15 to the 20, 25, and he's brought down just shy of the 30-yard line. Tackle made by South Dakota State's Cullen McShane, backup linebacker, it's a 27-yard return. Kickoff presented by Poet. Is it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. The Jackrabbit offense, six snaps in the first quarter for 16 yards, nary a first down. UND 105 yards of offense plus the 61-yard punt return, yet the Jackrabbits have just a 14-7 deficit because of the Gales pick six. So UND, how will Tommy Schuster respond? Just the fourth turnover in North Dakota's seventh game of the year. First and 10 at its own 28. Schuster, Isaiah Smith, the running back alongside. Play fake, dropping to throw. Pressure, stepping up to get away from Winkleman. Running right side, 30. Cuts left, 35. Brought down from behind by Isaiah Stolberg. Close to the sixth, the 38-yard line. And give him 10 yards and a first down. Schuster has 112 positive rushing yards this year, but he's lost 108 yards in sacks this season as well. Showed a little of his elusiveness. Stepped up in the pocket. The defensive end pressure from the left side got blocked past him, and then he just stood up, stepped up, 
found a lane up the middle of the field and shows what he can do with his legs. UND first and 10 at its own 38, 3.40 first quarter, 14-7 Fighting Hawks. Two backs to the right of Schuster. The deep man is Smith. Motioning right to left is Bo Belquist, so two wides left. Shotgun snap, Smith up the middle, cutting back to the right. Gets stood up by three jacks and yet continue to fight forward to the 43-yard line. Isaiah Smith for five. Hoosman leads the team in rushing yards at 473. Smith in half as many carries as 243. So Smith averaging nearly seven yards a carry. Hoosman just over six. They are truly both talented running backs for this North Dakota team as UND squaring up a second and five. Three minutes to play first quarter. 14-7, North Dakota the lead. Two receivers split out to the left. Jack Wright and Garrett Mogg, one wide to the right. Now a tight end split out left as well, Jaden Norby. Shotgun snap coming to Schuster. Here it is, toss sweep, running right, and a beautiful play by Isaiah Stahlberg. He sniffed that out, was nearing the line of scrimmage, bouncing around like a caged tiger waiting for the snap, then exploded into the backfield, forced Schuster to pitch it early, then broke right and dove, and brought Smith down in the backfield for a loss of eight. I think Stahlberg was in coverage on the slot receiver, and he started to move in from that right side of the field to blitz, thinking it was a pass play. And when that toss came out, he was right there in position to make that huge tackle for loss and a big third down play. You say that, Al. I don't think Schuster thought he was going to stay there. I thought he think I think he thought he was releasing. Stalbert didn't. He just took the pitch man, committed right away, and Schuster had already blown up the play. Five wides, empty set for Schuster. On third and 13, Jacks rush four, screen set up. Schuster has to run away from pressure to the left side. He'll fake a pass, then take off and get upended shy of the 40-yard line. Norblade, the safety, and Sanders, the All-American D tackle, brings Schuster down right about the 38-yard line, a three-yard gain. Jacks felt the screen coming, dropped back, and forced Schuster to run. Great defensive series there by SDSU, Al. No question. That defensive line, you saw about three of them take two steps and all of a sudden realize they're letting us go. This is a screen, and every single one of them backed off to shut down that play and forced Schuster to scramble. Cade Peterson, fifth year as a punter. He's done this 186 times for North Dakota. He is at his own 23-yard line. Jaden Yonke back to return. This a very high punt up into the catacombs. Jaden Yonke came sprinting up, and Fair caught it at the 28-yard line of SDSU. It's a 34-yard punt with no return. I don't know how that ball didn't scrape the ceiling <laughs> off Cade Peterson's right foot. He sacrificed a little distance for the height, but that's got to be a little bit of the, uh, the punter mentality, right? I bet I can hit the roof. I know I can do it. <laughs> Doing it in a game, you know, that's a, a little bit of a trick they want to do. Well, a heads-up play by Yankee to fair catch it because obviously the coverage was down there, and I counted. There were five Fighting Hawk defenders that had run past him if he had let that go and tried to, you know, let it play. So great heads-up to make that fair catch. Jackrabbits first and 10 from their own 28. 1-12 first quarter, 14-7 UND. Hand to Omar Johnson up the middle, not much room. He does fall forward to the 31. Caden White, the uh, linebacker, making the stop after a three-yard pickup for Johnson on first down. I like the composure Zach Lujan on the offense have. There's no sense, no need to panic. We're still first quarter here. We stick with our game plan. We haven't seen Amar Johnson a whole lot here in the first quarter. They've thrown the ball a little bit more. That's what, only a second or third carry here this afternoon. So 
let's get him established. Let's get this run game going, and then we can worry about throwing the ball a little more. Second and seven, Jacks. Jaden Yonke joins Johnson to the backfield on either side of Gronowski. Now Yonke motions out of the backfield, trips left. Shotgun snap, Gronowski swings it left side. Jaden Yonke, 30. Left sideline, 35. Breaks a tackle along the far sideline. Shelved out of bounds at the SDSU 39-yard line. It's an eight-yard gain and a first Dakota first down. The first first down of the day for the yellow and blue. Serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for 150 years. That's First Dakota National Bank, where the locals go. Guys, Adam Bach has returned out of the locker room. The defensive linebacker now in street clothes, done for the day. First and 10, Jacks at their own 39. Four seconds left first quarter. Jacks might not get this snap off, and Gronowski will just let the clock run out. So we've reached the end of the first quarter on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. A quarter dominated by North Dakota, save for the Dyshawn Gales pick six. And at the end of one, take a breath, 20th ranked North Dakota leads top ranked South Dakota State 14-7 from the Alaris Center in Grand Forks. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the start of the second quarter from the Alaris Center in Grand Forks. Our score is North Dakota 14 and South Dakota State 7. This top 20 Missouri Valley Conference matchup is brought to you by the South Dakota Farm Bureau. After every Jackrabbit score, the Farm Bureau Cannon fires, and the South Dakota Farm Bureau donates $100 to a local community food pantry. The South Dakota Farm Bureau, your trusted leader in agriculture. And since 1982, Bud Light has been delivering the best-selling premium light lager in America. It's consistently brewed with a fresh, clean finish. Bud Light is for the fans. Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Brett Bowen in the Hefty C broadcast booth on the sideline, Scotty Quaz. Hefty brand 40 series corn. It's the first corn seed designed for high performance and soil temps as low as 40 degrees. In that first quarter, North Dakota scoring on its first two drives. And then after an impressive first drive by UND, the Jacks go three and out. Bo Belquist, a 61-yard pump return, and it set up SDSU's defense in a tough spot. UND on fourth and short converts, then scores a touchdown, takes a 14-0 lead, forces another three and out, but Dyshawn Gales responds with the pick six of 31 yards, and then SDSU forcing a UND punt, and that's where we stand. North Dakota, 18 first quarter snaps for 125 yards. The Jacks, eight snaps in the opening period for 27 yards. Only one first down in the opening quarter for the yellow and blue. And now we talk about time of possession. SDSU top 10 of the nation in that stat. UND had the ball for over 10 minutes in that opening quarter. Yeah, totally dominated time of possession. And uh, part of that is having the short field. Part of that is that balanced offense that we talked about where they're really mixing things up. Gronowski in the first quarter, three of five for 20 yards. He's in a pistol, Amar Johnson behind him, two wides to the right, UND three down linemen, they have five at the line. Play fake, Gronowski rolling out wide, right open, right side, Tucker Craft 40, 45, jukes a man midfield, breaks an ankle tackle, and the All-American diving to the North Dakota 46-yard line. And that has to feel so good for the pride of Timberlake. He has now caught a pass in 18 consecutive games he has played in. Kraft his first grab since missing the last six due to injury, and it's a first Dakota first down to the North Dakota 46. Tyler, I'm going to equate the start that the Jackrabbit offense has had to a January 20 below morning in Grand Forks, right? <laughs> you don't want to start, but once you finally get going, you get warmed up and things start clicking. Jackrabbits from right to left at the 46 of UND. One tight on either side, two wides left. Johnson behind Gronowski, shotgun snap, play fake. Gronowski steps up amid pressure and he will get sacked. 
felt initial pressure coming from the right side, and he got away from C.J. Siegel, but he could not get away from the second man on the scene, Wyatt Pedigo. First sack of the year for Pedigo, who leads the team in interceptions. The linebacker out of the state of Kansas makes the big sack. Back to the 48 of SDSU. Gronowski loses six. Well, that's what Zach Lujan knew that they were going to do. I mean, they brought an all-out blitz. They had two guys, man-to-man -man coverage on the routes that the Jackrabbits had downfield, but everybody else was coming after Gronowski, and he just didn't have a chance to get set up. This is the eighth game of the year for the 6-1 top-ranked Jacks, only the 12th quarterback sack allowed, and now we have a timeout on the field. Timeout, North Dakota. They're first. This will be a 30-second timeout. So UND calls a timeout. Jackrabbits have the ball in the center of the field at their own 48, facing a second down and 16. UND didn't quite have the right personnel, so it calls timeout. Gronowski, four of six for 35 yards. Amar Johnson, two carries for five yards. Gronowski's four completions have gone to four different receivers. The two Yankees, Kraft and Hines. Tommy Schuster of UND had thrown only one interception in 140 passes coming into today but he threw that pick six to Dyshawn Gales. UND has not been able to get a whole lot going in the running game so far today. 28 rushing yards is all for the Fighting Hawks on 11 attempts. And this is a Jackrabbit team that's given up 100 yards rushing only once all year, and that was last week at North Dakota State. Yeah, the defensive line has done a solid job containing those running backs. It's been uh, not being able to get pressure on Tommy Schuster. And then again, the soft coverage because he really hasn't thrown anything, he hasn't completed anything deep. He took one deep shot. Everything else has been under seven yards. North Dakota ranked number 20, four and two. South Dakota State ranked number one, six and one. Jacks a second and 16 from their own 48. Two receivers left. Mike Morgan is the tailback. Ronowski follows him running right to midfield, cuts left, and splits two defenders back to the original line of the 46 of North Dakota for a third down and 10. You have the right side of that line, Berenson and O'Brien, and then Mike Morgan, all 6'3", 235 of him, leading Ronowski for a six-yard rush. Well, we wondered if we might see a few more designed running plays for Gronowski in the absence of Isaiah Davis. That's the first designed run, called run, that we've seen for Gronowski. I don't think we'll see a whole lot of that. He's still got too many other weapons that he can take advantage of. Sixth play of the drive, third and 10 jacks at the UND 46. Three tight ends in the game. Hines tight left, Kraft and Morgan both wide left. Receiver Coons to the right. And Gronowski stepped back with his left foot, and that's going to be a false start. That was a weird sequence. All start. Offense, number 85. Five-yard penalty, third down. Well, they called it on Kraft. Gronowski clapped his hand, stepped back with his left foot, realized the ball didn't come, and then shook his head. They called it on Kraft, but it could have been Gronowski, too. Kraft, Kraft was in the slot and also moved when, okay. those, when that same, on that timing call. So they both moved, but it was the side judge on this near side who threw the flag and called it on Kraft, and he also moved from that They made a bit position. of a late shift and just, out of, again, out of sync. Jackson Yankee, Canyon Bauer left, Jaden Yankee right, the wide receivers. Amar Johnson the back to the left to Gronowski, third and 15 SDSU from its own 49. Gronowski to throw, backpedaling, looking, throws it deep to the near side, and he overthrew Jackson Yankee. Tried to throw about a 20-yard out there, and Gronowski threw it too high and incomplete onto the near sideline. 
He is now four out of six on the day as Gronowski, and the Jacks will punt from right about midfield. 12.26 to play in our first half. 20th ranked North Dakota leading the number one ranked Jackrabbits of South Dakota State 14 to seven. UND kind of showed blitz and then they all dropped back into his own defense and that made it a difficult throw for Gronowski to try to throw, like you said, a long 25 yard touch pass over the linebacker and in front of the D-back. Hunter Dustman, two punts today, an average of 47 and a half. Good snap to him, two steps, right footed boot. Well, this will cover a lot of ground. Belquist, a fair catch called for and made back at his own seven yard line. So Dustman does the job with a 44 yard punt. There Time is out. no return. On the field. And so we'll step aside. We have 12.20 to play in our first half. We're live from the Alaris Center in Grand Forks. 20th ranked UND leads number one SDSU 14-7. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Alaris Center. It is 14-7 in favor of North Dakota with 12.20 to go in the second quarter. This Missouri Valley Football Conference Showdown is brought to you by Cubby Sports Bar and Grill, where you can watch the Jacks while dining in or enjoy a great variety of takeout options. Cubby's is your Jackrabbit game day headquarters in downtown Brookings. And working for the future of agriculture and those who want to be a part of it, Farm Credit Services of America. Agriculture works here. Tyler Merriam, Brent Bowen, Al Bahi, Scotty Quaz, Brad Peterson, our entire Jackrabbit Sports Network team on hand inside the Alaris Center in Grand Forks. UND 14, SDSU 7, the Fighting Hawks, by far their worst starting position of the day, their own seven. Tommy Schuster with a wide out to either side, motioning left to right is Wilson, handoff up the middle, Tyler Hoosman, and he's brought down right at the line of scrimmage. It's Isaiah Stalberg for a gain of just a yard. He brings down Hoosman. Second down and nine. We should denote that uh, the Jacks are without Adam Bach, the middle linebacker. Scotty talked about it earlier. Bach was injured at the end of that opening drive and Bach is in street clothes and in crutches, on crutches, so he is out for the remainder of this game. The All-American middle linebacker, really the most irreplaceable defensive player the Jacks have, and they'll be down him for what we assume an extended period of time, certainly today. Second and nine, UND from its own eight. One back to either side of Schuster. Three wides, two right, one left. Jacks four down lineman. Schuster fakes a handoff, rolling right, dumps it off near side. Wilson, the speedster 10, right sideline 15, and a nice tackle in space by Savion Williamson at the 16-yard line. That's a yard shy of the sticks. It'll be third and one. Williamson's all over the place on this drive. The senior out of Wasika, Minnesota, who hasn't played a lot, but with the injury to Bach, is thrust into duty. Yeah, he's the guy that steps in out of that that middle linebacker, the Mike position, made the first tackle on the first play and uh, had to scramble, but he showed some lateral speed getting out there into the flat on Wilson to make that tackle and keep him short of the sticks. Third and one, UND. Two wides left, double tights right. Hoosman to the right of Schuster. Jacks four down lineman. 11.05, second quarter, 14-7, UND leads it. Third and one from its own 16. Schuster hands to Hoosman, running off the right side. First down and more, breaking through the tackle of Herter. He's ridden down by Jason Freeman at the 23-yard line. So that is a gain of seven and a UND first down. It's first third down conversion of the afternoon. North Dakota scored on its first two possessions, led 14-0, had the ball again. You kind of felt like the Fighting Hawks were about to blow it open. Dyshawn Gales, a 31-yard pick six, stemmed the tide for the moment. 
It's 14-7 North Dakota. Fighting Hawks the ball from their own 23 of first and 10. 10-25 and the clock runs here in quarter number two inside the Alaris Center. Three receivers all left. Running back to the right is Schuster, Isaiah Smith. Schuster, a three-step drop. Dumps it off right side, pass deflected and nearly intercepted by Reese Winkleman. Schuster tried to lob it over the head of Winkleman to hit Smith in the right flat. Winkleman reached out, tipped it, saw the ball falling down, dove as far as he could, needed about four more feet, and might have stretched Armstrong. It's merely an incompletion at second and 10. And again, the secondary for the Jacks doing a nice job with coverage downfield that UND has had success getting that ball out into the flat, onto the perimeter on those types of passes. That's a heads-up play to knock that ball away. Almost come up with the pick. Schuster one for three after a seven for eight start. Second and 10, North Dakota from its own 23. Three receivers bunched left. Smith running back to the right. Motioning left to right is Red Wilson. Fake of the handoff, dropping to throw. Schuster swings it right side. Wilson makes the catch along the near boundary, turns up field, and he got hit out of bounds at the 28 of his own. So five yards to Wilson on the completion by Schuster. Third and five on the way as we go into the 10-minute mark of the first half in North Dakota, a 14-7 lead. Well, you can see why UND does not give up very many sacks. They protect Tommy Schuster pretty well. The Jackrabbits brought a delayed blitz that time by Savion Williamson and he got picked up by the back and allowed Schuster to stay there and wait for that flat pass route to open up. UND picked up its first third down of the day three plays ago. Third down again, five to go from its own 28. They'll split three wides left, one wide to the right. Jacks four down linemen. Now they motion a wide out from left to right. So two wide either side. Smith on the right hip of Schuster, the QB. He'll take the helmet eye shotgun snap, a deep drop, throws it deep down the left sideline. Back shoulder throw, Belquist made the adjustment and caught it against Stallbird across midfield. And he's out of bounds on the far sideline at the 47 of South Dakota State. Timing route, 25 yards at a first down. Schuster threw it right to where Belquist could go get it. And the junior out of New Rockford, North Dakota leads the Valley in receptions for a reason. Tyler, you talked about it in the pregame, the familiarity he has and the timing he has with both Belquist and Garrett Mogg. Like you said, Stalbert had great inside position, but with his back to the ball in that one-on-one -on -one situation, didn't see it coming, and Belquist turns, and it's right there. Two receivers, both to the right, now splitting out to the left, Red Wilson, Smith the tailback to the right of Schuster. Wilson motioning back into the backfield. First and 10 from the Jackrabbit 48. Schuster setting up a screen, throws it back left side to Smith, and Jason Freeman blew it up. Freeman ran through two offensive linemen and then spun Smith down at midfield for a loss of three. Tremendous individual effort by the junior out of Zion, Illinois, Jason Freeman. And that time you saw the defensive lineman not stopping and trying to go back on that throwback screen. They kept coming to get pressure to try to get Schuster to throw that ball early. But as you said, that's Jason Freeman all on his own out there to break through, bust through the attempted blocks and make the tackle. Eighth play of this North Dakota drive that started at its own seven. They're at midfield, second and 13, taking over four minutes off the clock. Leading 14-7 UND is 8-10 second quarter. Two wides both right. Belquist motioning to the left, now back to the right. Usman the back to the right of Schuster. He'll take the snap and roll to the right, Will Schuster. He'll stop, he'll look, now he'll take off, he'll sprint to the right side and threw the ball on the near sideline and toe tapping it, staying in bounds as Bo Belquist to about the 44 of SDSU, gain of six. It'll be third and seven after we pause 10 seconds to allow stations to identify themselves. This is South Dakota State football.
North Dakota has converted two third downs on this drive. UND needs seven to keep it going at the Jacks' 44-yard line. Three wides left and one to the right. Jacks' three-down linemen have a fourth man standing. Schuster looking over the defense, takes the helmet eye shotgun snap, give to Hoosman up the middle, cuts right, breaks a tackle, and he will pick up the first down to the SDSU 36. Boy, Hoosman weaved his way in and out of Jackrabbits to get the first down. UND three third down conversions on this drive. 7-10, clock running third quarter, and North Dakota leads 14-7. And even though the Jackrabbits have that next man up mentality as they've had to have with 20 different defensive starters this season, that's where you miss your leader, Adam Bach, in the middle of the field. Not only a physical leader, the leading tackler, but an emotional leader and gets these guys fired up and just has a knack for making those kinds of plays, and, and we're missing it right now. We just miss him terribly. Tenth play of this Fighting Hawks drive. They're at the SDSU 36 from left to right. Two backs alongside Schuster. Shotgun snap, hand to Hoosman, looking for room off the left side, and he won't make the line of scrimmage. Freeman dove around the ankles. Quinton Hicks was there as well, the defensive end. And falling forward at the last moment, Hoosman may have just gotten close to the original line of the 36. It'll be second down and 10. North Dakota 14, South Dakota State 7, 6.20 second quarter in the Alaris Center. That's the solid type of defensive line play the Jackrabbits need to keep that running game under control, not let them get to the second levels. And then when they go play action, your secondary's got to be on their toes. Split out wide to the right, Garrett Mott. Three receivers bunched left. And Hoosman to the left of Schuster. Now motioning left to right, a wide out. Hand off to Hoosman, pitches it back to Schuster. Flea flicker, he steps up to evade pressure. Rolling out to the right. He'll throw it deep down the right sideline and man-on-man -man coverage and making the catch, backing up inside the five-yard line is the receiver. I believe that's Elijah Klein. That's just a terrific play on both ends. Schuster made it happen with his elusiveness in the backfield. That was a slow developing play. He had one defender that came running by him and then he started rolling out right and just fired it deep. It was a 35 yard completion to the one. Hoosman jumps over the pile on the handoff and he's into the end zone for a North Dakota touchdown. It was actually Jack Wright who caught the pass with our angle and how awful the UND numbers are. You might as well guess. Wright caught the long pass, and then UND capitalizes. Hoosman jumps over the pile for the touchdown, and North Dakota has a 20-7 lead with 5.28 to play in the second quarter. Schuster made some big throws on that drive. Brady Stevens for the extra point. Snap, spot, kick is up, and it is good. UND, three third down conversions on that drive. The Northland Ford Dealers drive summary, 12 plays, 93 yards in six minutes and 52 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or check out your local Northland Ford dealer. 5.28 to play second quarter. Number 20, UND, leading top-ranked SDSU by a 21-7 margin. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 21-7 is our score with 5.28 to go in the second quarter. North Dakota with the advantage, a 93-yard touchdown drive, their longest touchdown drive of the season. And it is in about time we got back in rhythm with nature. Poet is working in sync with the earth to produce innovative and sustainable plant-based solutions that are changing the world. Visit poet.com, and you can get back in rhythm with nature. 
with and, Poet. And First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card. For all your financial needs, choose a company that's locally grown and nationally known. Premier, investing in you. North Dakota, a 208 to 41 advantage in total yards. The Jacks only two first downs in this contest. And the Jacks find themselves down 21-7. Kickoff is coming from left to right. And the kick by Stevens, fair catch called for and made five yards deep by Jaden Yonke. The Alaris Center seats just over 12,000. They were hoping for 10, not sure we'll get to that. But again, the way this place is built, the audio echoes, so it's really loud. Then on top of it, it has a high school-like feel when you watch games on TV or listen. They'll play music over the PA or the band will play virtually on every snap, and so there's just a lot of noise in this building, a lot to contend with, and the Jacks have plenty to contend with on the field as well. 5.28 to play in our second quarter. It's SDSU football when you come back. 20th ranked North Dakota leads top ranked South Dakota State 21 to seven, and this is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 5.28 to go in the second quarter from the Alara Center in Grand Forks as North Dakota leads South Dakota State 21-7. Don't forget that you can follow along with today's game on the official website of SDSU Athletics, gojacks.com. Ready for play, Jacks at their own 25. Three receivers to the right. Amar Johnson behind Gronowski in a pistol. Claps his hands once a second time. Helmet eye snap. Gives to Johnson. Around the right edge to the 30. Cuts left 35. And he dives out to the 38-yard line of SDSU. Amar Johnson for 13 yards. Longest run of the day for the yellow and blue. And it's a first Dakota first down. Well, that really looked like if he pops it outside. He's got some sideline to run. Had a blocker out there, too. But still, good positive yards. Just one at a time, matriculate down the field. I think the safety, Caden Coppinen, kind of turned him back in at the last moment, or else, like you said, Scotty, that could have been a touchdown. First and 10 jacks from their own 38. Clap on the hands by Gronowski. A second time, they'll take the waist high snap. Fake to Johnson, who picks up a blitzer, so Gronowski can run up the middle to the 40, 45. The QB lowers his shoulder to the 46-yard line of South Dakota State. Gronowski runs for seven, close to eight yards. Marcus Von Jones, the outside linebacker, making the stop. It'll be second down and two SDSU, 21-7 North Dakota. Jacks on the move, 4-30 till halftime. And two very positive plays here to start this drive. Johnson with a nice run. Gronowski with a quick read. Didn't see anything open developing downfield. Tucked it away and picked up eight. Gronowski out of the gun. Pistol set. Johnson behind him. Two tight ends. Hand off Johnson up the middle. And he'll reach the 48. That's all he got. He needed two. He picked up two. First Dakota first down. Johnson right up the middle for a minimal gain but it'll move the sticks as we come up on the four-minute mark of this first half, and the Jacks trying to rally back from a two-score deficit in the Alaris Center in Grand Forks. Jacks huddled up with the blue helmets, white tops, blue pants. UND jumped out to that 14-7 lead. Dyshawn Gales the pick six. Each team punted, then UND the long touchdown drive. Now the Jacks just shy of midfield at their own 48 of first and 10. Three wides, two right, one left. Shotgun snap, Gronowski, fake to Johnson, throws down the right seam incomplete, looking for Jackson Yonke, but he didn't make a strong throw. It'll be second down and 10. Gronowski's throw was low. I don't know if he just kind of lost the handle of that, trying to get it down the seam, or just wanted to make sure he put it in a safe spot where it didn't get deflected or picked. 
Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Brent Bowen, Scotty Quaz, Brad Peterson, our entire team in the Hefty C broadcast booth, Hefty Brand Freedom Series Soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex Soybeans. Second and 10 on the way. Three receivers all bunched left. Shotgun snap. Here's Mike Morgan with the carry up the middle across midfield, diving to the UND 49 for a gain of three. Zach Lujan, the SDSU offensive coordinator, hinted that Morgan could get some handoffs in what he refers to as the bull package in honor of Morgan being a Chicago native. It is third and seven. And again, part of the reason for that is without Isaiah Davis, you have to be a little bit innovative in what you're doing. They've tried to get some passes out into the flats, get the hands into your playmakers in space, but at the same time, when you've got a guy like Morgan back there who can get a full, speed, full head of speed going south, why not give him a shot? Jacks are 0 of 3 on third downs today. Third and 7 just across midfield. Shotgun snap, fake of the handoff. Gronowski throws deep right side. Jumping catch made, and Jaden Yonke got one foot in bounds. An incredible gymnastic-like reception by Jaden Yonke along the far sideline to the 36 of UND. 13 yards and a first Dakota first down. Man, did he have to climb the ladder to get that one, though? That was way up top. Jacks run to the line of scrimmage, try to snap it quickly to avoid any review. They do hand off to Amar Johnson, running around the right side, try to stiff arm his way past Caden Kapanen, but the veteran safety for UND rides him out of bounds on the far side of the 32 of North Dakota. Four-yard gain, 2.30, second quarter. UND 21, SDSU 7. Jacks knocking on the door of field goal range, but you know offensive coordinator Zach Lujan looking for a lot more. Jacks have Kraft and Hines bunched right, along with Jackson Yonke. Jaden wide left. Now they realign. Double tights left with Jaden. Wide right, Jackson. Johnson behind Gronowski on second and six. Play fake. Deep drop. Gronowski backing up. Rolling out to the right. Looking. Throws down the right sideline. Kraft inside the 15. Breaks a tackle inside the 10. Diving for the goal line. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Dare I say, Tucker Kraft is back. That's what the tight end does and does well. He saw Gronowski had to break the pocket, break contain, get out to the right-hand side, and Kraft just looked around and found an opening on that sideline, and Gronowski put it on his hands, and then it's just the strength of Tucker Kraft to take it the rest of the way into the end zone. You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Tucker Kraft, 32 yards. That's touchdown catch number 10 in his Jackrabbit career. However, it appears replay wants to take a view at this. Because as we've learned Ruling on two on previous reviews, when you don't have an angle at the goal line, review a play at the goal line, and then say the play stands because you can't tell. I've got a great angle on it on my phone here from the three yard line. And I mean, it looks like a touchdown to me. The call on the field was touchdown. So Darwin Schaefer, our replay official, apparently saw enough to make him think he needed to see more angles to confirm whether or not Kraft scored. So perhaps he'll look from the other 20-yard line, 85 yards behind the play, to see whether or not Kraft got in. Perhaps he'll look from the end zone on the other end through the goalposts, 120 yards away. And maybe then we'll be able to say the play stands because there is inconclusive evidence to overturn or confirm. 
There were a couple of defenders there bringing him down. He did have to lunge across the plane, but Tucker Craft lunging at uh, six foot and a lot uh, certainly had the, uh, the angle to score the touchdown. And we should acknowledge, as the replay official, your job is to try to get it right, and if there's any doubt, you should review it, you should stop, you should confirm. Jason Perkins is our referee. He's following orders here. After review, the ruling on the field stands. Touchdown, South Dakota State. Ruling on the field stands, meaning it can neither be confirmed nor can it be overturned confidently with evidence. If only someone could have predicted that before that review occurred. Hunter Dustman will attempt an extra point as South Dakota State is within eight with 1.55 remaining in the second quarter of play. That's the first offensive points of the day for the yellow and blue. As Jaden Mueller will snap it. The hold by Heidi, the kick by Dustman. Good snap, placement down, Dustman's kick is up and it is good and we have a seven point affair. That Jackrabbit touchdown, a 32 yard. Mark Gronowski to Tucker Craft strike. Powered by Prostralo Auto Mall and Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary, eight plays, 75 yards, three minutes and 33 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself by visiting buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 155 to the break, North Dakota 21, South Dakota State 14. You're listening to Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. There was no review of the extra point. It was upheld, so North Dakota leads South Dakota State 21-14 with 1.55 remaining in the second quarter. SDSU's first three drives, 12 plays for 41 yards, only two first downs as the Jacks punted three times. But on that last touchdown drive, they go eight plays, 75 yards to cut the UND lead to seven. This kickoff is presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet, a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. So it's Dustman, ball teed up, 35-yard line left hash. C.J. Siegel, 11th in the nation in kickoff return average, is back deep. Dustman, end over end, a lot of leg on this one. Siegel, five yards deep in the end zone, will kneel it down for a touchback. Jackrabbits got off to a horrid start in this game that Ishawn Gales picked six, the only thing worthwhile for the yellow and blue, really, in the first 25 minutes until that last drive. The other item of note, Adam Box suffered a leg injury on the first series of this game, and Scotty, he will not return. Now, on the sidelines, came back out. He had uh, visited with team doctors. UND staff actually went back into the locker room with him as well, and then he came back out with uh, crutches and a boot on that left foot here in street clothes. So it is Schaefer playing the middle linebacker spot right now for South Dakota State. Schuster, who on the day is 12 of 15, has completed each of his last five. The UND quarterback, as the Alaris Center falls silent, has three receivers in the set. He'll fake a handoff, drop to throw. Feels Winkleman's rush, rolling out right, dumps it off near side. Isaiah Smith has a first down, and Spalding able to hit him out of bounds at the 38-yard line. 13 yards for Schuster. 13 of 16, 175 yards for Schuster. And Jimmy Rogers, very complimentary of the quarterback, saying he thinks he's gotten better and better every time he's watched this young man on video. And what we just saw is part of the reason for that. He stood in the pocket, looked down the field, didn't find anything, just started casually rolling to the right until he found his receiver out of the backfield. 
Spalding and Stallbird out there with Schaefer. It is Gales and Loft in the corners. Reeder and Norblade are the safeties. UND from its own 37, first and 10, 148 second quarter, a 21-14 Fighting Hawks advantage. Schuster overlooks the four-man Jackrab in front, drops to throw, feeling rush, stepped right, rolling left, pump fake, pump fake, throws again, has a man, it's Jack Wright, hit out of bounds on the far sideline, right, right about the 40-yard line of his own. So it's a gain of close to three. Clock stops again, 141 left, UND a 21-14 lead. Fighting Hawks would love to add to this advantage before halftime, Jax would be very happy being down seven with the ball because they won the toss and deferred. They'll have it to start the second half. UND from its own 39. Sends two receivers left and three to the right. Schuster looking at a four-man jackrabbit front. The center is Peyton Lotus. Schuster claps his hands. Waist-high shotgun snap, three-step drop, pass over the middle, dropped in and out of the hands of Jack Wright. That was a bullet across the middle, would have been close to a first down, but Wright dropped it, and UND looking at a third down and eight. This is a big play, 136 till halftime. It is a big play, and the Jackrabbits go shift change on that front defensive line, bringing in four new big boys up front to try to get some pressure, get some contain on Tommy Schuster. They're in pass protection mode, pass defense mode. The linebackers six to seven yards off the line of scrimmage on that last play. UND converted three first downs on third downs on that last drive. They face third and eight here at their own 39. Schuster a back to his right, four wides, one left, three right. Clap of his hands, drops to throw him in a four-man rush. Pressured, evades a sack, rolling out left, looking, looking, he'll tuck, he will run, and he will get hit down right at the sticks, and we'll see. He spun through the tackle and fell forward, and they're saying first down. Tommy Schuster, a great job with his legs to gain just enough to move the chains to his own 47. Clock is back in motion, 125 till halftime. Cade Tervier got pushed past, past Schuster coming in from that right side, had a chance for a sack, but not a very good chance. Clock running to a minute 15. Two wides left and one right. Schuster looking over the four-man Jackrab in front. Letter high shotgun snap, looking left, rush is coming. Puts the ball in his pocket, rolling out right, still looking to throw, yet to commit. Staying behind the line, finally throws a sidearm ball incomplete down the near sideline. UND wanted a flag, did not get it. There is exactly one minute left in the second quarter. North Dakota 21, South Dakota State 14, and Schuster literally bought 15 seconds of time before he finally threw an incomplete pass. Well, there, there is a Schuster, uh, what makes him so good is, you know, other quarterbacks we've seen a Elusive like that, they'll just take off and run, or they'll just throw it away. He strings it out and takes all the day, that all the all the time of the day that he can to extend that play and keep giving his guys something. And there's always been a relief valve somewhere. He does great at reading down to the second, the third, and the fourth, and coming back through his reads. Three wides right and one to the left. UND at its own 47, second down and 10. One minute till halftime, 21-14 North Dakota. Schuster drops to throw, screen left side. Tyler Hoosman makes the catch, evades one tackle, and gets hit down at the Jackrabbit 45 inbounds. UND has a couple of timeouts, and it will use one. That was a well-executed screen timeout. pass. They did North Dakota, their second. This will be a 30-second timeout. It wasn't an all-out offensive line screen. It was just the two on that left side, the guard and the tackle that dropped out to get out into the flat. So a two-man screen out there, and the uh, the defensive line not able to pick it up and read it that time, and there was room there to get him close to the sticks. 
Ball is marked at the South Dakota State 46-yard line. The yard marker needed is the 43. So third and three coming up for North Dakota. Fighting Hawks with one timeout, 51 seconds remaining. Brady Stevens, by the way, if you're wondering, six of nine on field goals. He's perfect inside of 40. He's been one for four beyond 40. His long came back at the beginning of the month in this building, a 42-yarder against Missouri State. So you're a long way from that. I mean, right now, if the Jacks turn him back here, I mean, this would be in the neighborhood of 63 yards, so you have to assume it's four-down territory or UND would just punt and see if the Jacks would run out the clock. But SDSU needs a stop. UND's converted its last four third downs. Three wides to the right, one to the left. Tyler Hoosman, the back to the right of the quarterback, Tommy Schuster. On third down and three at the 46 of South Dakota State. Schuster takes the helmet eye snap, hand to Hoosman, starts left, darts right, breaks a tackle, then got hit from behind and fell forward on the Peyton Schaefer stop, and they're calling him short. It's fourth and less than one, and the clock is rolling, 40 seconds and ticking. Fans are booing. They thought he picked up the first down, and the UND sideline yet to make a decision here. And finally, we have a stoppage. UND will call its final timeout. Timeout, North Dakota. Their third and final. That'll this will be a 30-second timeout. Give them that chance to set it up and potentially have somebody take a look at it. I was going to say, that's part of it, certainly, is that you could try to get this reviewed, which would make a lot of sense. You'd likely think that on fourth down, they'll go for it. Well, that, and I think if they do go for it on fourth down, you put in your, your Vaughn package, get the first down, and then immediately stand up and spike the ball so you've got a chance because they don't have a timeout left. The only thing here, if they forced a review and said that's why they called the timeout, then it was reviewed and overturned, they could get it back. But the officials are not stopping things for a review. So the ball is marked at the 44 of South Dakota State. I don't know why they didn't stop and review that, to be honest. That would be one you should. So fourth and one of the Jacks, 44. And UND with its offense. But it's not Vaughn, it's Schuster. However, Vaughn is aligned as a wide out to the left here, so he could motion into the backfield. And John Stigelmeyer not about to mess around. He'll call one of his three timeouts. Timeout, South Dakota State. Their first, 30-second timeout. Well, if they come out of that same formation, Tyler, I think you're right with Vaughn there. They're going to motion him into the backfield, going to that Wildcat formation. They're just trying to get him in that slot. Heads up by Coach Stigelmeyer to notice that, take a look and say if that's what they do, here's what we need to do to adjust our defensive scheme. Well, you can't take the timeouts with you. Yeah, that Thank too. You. Coach Stig having an animated conversation with the linesman on this side too. I think it was something about how UND broke the huddle and how it got aligned quickly. Because again, you have that situation of the defense has to be able to match personnel. And that exactly is that you know the, the hands out, fists out, left to side, right side, the hold up play and allow them that three seconds or whatever it is to make the defensive shift. All right, so Schuster's the quarterback. Vaughn is in the game as a wide out left. Same set. Vaughn does have a reception this year, the backup quarterback. Fourth and one, UND at the SDSU 44. 28 seconds left, second quarter. Fighting Hawks lead the Jacks 21-14 in Grand Forks. 
Vaughn motioning out from left to right. He'll go under center. Now he motions out to the right. Shotgun snap. Schuster rolling to throw, looking, going deep down the right sideline, and it's passed, broken up by Dallas Beanham, but a flag came down the field. And so let's see what this flag is about with 21 seconds left in the second quarter. They're looking like they're indicating in the sideline a hold on Vaughn as he went the underneath route. Well, there was a whole lot of contact between Beanham and the receiver at that flag where the, it was thrown around the 30-yard line That'd as well. Vaughn over there. Holding, defense, number seven, 10-yard penalty, automatic, first down. North Dakota without a timeout, 21 seconds left in the half. Thanks to the penalty, will move the football to the 34 of South Dakota State. So it's about a 51-yard field goal from here. And keep in mind, if UND runs a play that causes them to go down in bounds, they have to hurry to the line and clock it. Sack. Three receivers left, one right. Sack would be huge for the Jacks. Smith the back on the right hip of Schuster. Schuster barks his call. There's the snap. It's waist high, a deep drop, dancing around, throws to the far side, incomplete. A receiver was near it, but Schuster was just getting rid of that football to avoid a sack. Smart play by the QB. 17 seconds left in the second quarter. North Dakota 21, South Dakota State 14. In the uh, last UND home game when it beat Missouri State, North Dakota went down the field and got a field goal as time expired in the second quarter, trying to do something similar here. Well, and they showed offense in that game like we've seen in the first half. They put 48 points on the board against Missouri State. Eight play, 41 yard drive thus far for the Fighting Hawks. 17 seconds till halftime. It's 21-14 UND. Jacks have not led today. Two wides either side. Smith the back. Four down linemen for SDSU. Schuster, gloved left hand, bare right hand. Takes the snap, feeling pressure. Rolling right, looking, looking. He'll run, he'll dart to the right sideline. Inside the 30 and he's out of bounds close to the 25 yard line. UND definitely in field goal range now as Schuster out of bounds with nine seconds left in the half. And now a decision for North Dakota because this is not a chip shot for Stevens. This about 42, 43 yards. It's what he made at the end of the half against Missouri State, as a matter of fact. And that far right hash, so he'd have to bring it back as a right-footed kicker to his left. So UND keeping its offense on. They'll run a play here. But again, if they don't get a first down, because it's third and short, and they go down inbounds, the clock runs. But UND could get a temporary stoppage on third and one if it reaches the 24. Two wides left, two wides right. Smith is the back. Shotgun snap, Schuster, three-step drop. He'll throw it deep down the right sideline, and it's intercepted! A leaping grab, falling onto his back by Malik Lofton. First Gales, then Lofton, and the Jackrabbit defense rises up yet again. What an acrobatic grab by Lofton, who was given up six inches on the intended wide receiver. I was going to say, that's intended for Garrett Mogg down there, and he goes 6-4 and is great at high-pointing the ball, but Lofton, as we're watching the replay here, great inside position, just beat him to the ball, showed some elevation, went up and took that away with both hands. So technically not a red zone takeaway, but another interception in the end zone by the Jackrabbit defense. Schuster just didn't throw that high enough. Hang on, boys. Enough. The ruling on the field of an interception for a touchback is under further review. 
I have not watched the replays, Al. You saw it. Did you see anything that would make that be stopped? Did, did Lofton secure that ball as he fell on his back? The replay I just watched as I described it, he came down with the ball, had it all the way to his butt in the end zone. I have no idea why and, they're looking at this. And he clearly, he landed on the A of North Dakota, the, the second of the two A's on the right side. So he clearly landed inbounds in the end zone. No There's question. no, question, no of question of whether he's in or out. There's no question of whether he was in the end zone or not. It's clearly and, in the end zone for a touchback, Scott. And there was no refuting it from North Dakota. They all immediately went to their sideline. Mog picked himself up. They went to their sideline. They never questioned that that was an interception. It was an underthrown ball by Tommy Schuster. Assuming it stands, there's four seconds left in the half. North Dakota 21, South Dakota State 14, and it appeared the Jacks were going to take a knee. SDSU, only one offensive touchdown in this half. Adam Bach, the All-American linebacker, left the game after the first series with a leg injury. He is utilizing crutches and street clothes on the far sideline. Yet through it all, if this stands, the Jacks will get to halftime down only seven, and they'll have the ball to start the second half. Here is our review. The response from Jason Perkins, the referee. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. Touchback, first and 10, South Dakota State at the 20-yard line. Get it right. It was right the first time. There was no need to review it. So Gronowski is under center. He'll take a knee. And assuming we don't review that, we'll go to halftime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So on the Dakota Bank scoreboard at halftime in the Alaris Center, 20th ranked North Dakota leads top ranked South Dakota State 21 to 14. Brent Bowen with our first half recap in just a moment. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Hogemeyer Hybrids halftime report from the Alaris Center in Grand Forks. North Dakota, 21-14 lead over South Dakota State. As we start the second half, John Stigelmeyer, the head coach of the Jacks, is talking with Scotty. Stake, talk about the uh, UND offense and your defense to any adjustments that you feel like you need to make there. Extending the play and Schuster's really tough to contain out here. Yeah, he's, uh, we talked about it. He's a great player. And, you know, we can't get him sacked because he's nifty. And then he's playing around, and the guy in coverage is wondering, should I go or not? And he's just uh, he's a really good football player. we got to keep him in the pocket, cover guys, and make some plays. you got to pick six, and you got another interception there then, too. How about offensively, trying to put some drives together? It's been difficult to really get the ball moving down the field right now. Well, we only had the ball for 12, 12 plays at one point. You know, our defense couldn't get them stopped, and we couldn't get something going. We had a nice drive at the end there. I believe in our guys. We'll be fine. All right, guys, uh, still optimism. Only down by seven. Been in this spot before. Certainly has, Albahi, so no need to panic, especially with the Jacks having the football to start this second half. But it just seemed like that whole first half, SDSU was on its heels. The defense held up time and again, realistically played pretty well, especially without Bach. But now, can the offense start to get something together in the second half? Similar story to a week ago, right? Exactly. And, and uh, what Stig said in his pregame interview, you know, we have to contain Schuster. He's a playmaker. Well, we've seen that borne out. He's an all-conference caliber quarterback. That's exactly what Stig called him. Takeaways, he said, were important. We're plus two in that category, and we have not turned the ball over. He said we need to prevent the big plays, but yet we've given up pass plays of 21, 25, and 34 yards in addition to a 61-yard punt return as well. And then time of possession, 
when you're on the road, you want to control that to control your opponent and the crowd, and that has not worked in our favor in that first half. But if history is any indicator, Al, the third quarters, the Jacks have dominated time of possession. Absolutely they have. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I think you've got them, but it has been a huge advantage for the Jackrabbits in time of possession in the third quarter. They have had the ball more than 10 minutes in every league game in the third quarter and trying to keep that string alive here today. Again, it's 21-14, SDSU trailing North Dakota. Before our second half begins, we want to remind you our next broadcast of Jackrabbit football will be a week from today, Hobo Day, as South Dakota State welcomes in the Sycamores of Indiana State. On paper, the Jacks will be the favorite, but that's a Sycamore team that hosted then number one North Dakota State a few weeks back and pushed, you, uh, pushed NDSU rather all the way into the fourth quarter before finally succumbing. So that'll be a Sycamore team that'll have a lot of pride coming into Brookings next Saturday. And because we no longer have Coughlin Alumni Stadium, it's a throwback. We bring the trees to Dana J. Dykow Stadium. Two o'clock the kick, and we'll have coverage beginning at noon from Dana J. Dykow Stadium here on our Jackrabbit Sports Network. If you'd like to purchase tickets to that game or any SDSU home athletic event, log on to jackrabbittickets.com or download the Jackrabbit app. Once again, in that first half, North Dakota ran 41 plays to SDSU's 21. UND a 248 to 115 advantage in time of possession. And yet here is South Dakota State down only seven with the football as we get set to begin our second half. The Alaris Center seats 12,000 when it's full. It is nowhere near full. So we'll see what the exact numbers are. They were hoping for 10,000. It's not quite there, but again, the UND football faithful make a lot of noise, and the way this building is structured, and Scotty, you can speak to it, the noise really rattles around this place, especially on the field. And the advantage there then too in a closed environment too, when the opponent has the football, they can create havoc. And when the uh, home team has the ball, they can be quiet and allow them a, a little bit of space to, to talk and to communicate. So it is a distinct difference, home versus away, for the crowd. 20th ranked North Dakota, leading top ranked South Dakota State, 21-14, third quarter about to commence from Grand Forks. The Brady Stevens kickoff is a wobbly high kick. Jaden Yonke on the run at the seven, right seam 10, 15, bubbling out right 20, 25, spins across the 30, still on his feet, out close to the 35-yard line. They'll mark him at the 34, Jaden Yonke for a 28-yard return. As a matter of fact, that is the longest kick return of the season for South Dakota State. Well, it's some good, tough physical running because Yonke wouldn't go down on the first hit. Got hit at about the 24, 25-yard line, made a spin, almost broke away from the first tackler, couldn't keep his balance to keep going. It sets up his Jackrabbits with pretty decent field possession for this first drive of the third quarter. Garrett Greenfield, Mason McCormick, Gus Miller, Evan Berenson, John O'Brien, the 6.05 Hogs, the offensive line. Jackson Yonke wide right, Jaden Yonke wide left. Tight end left, Zach Hines, Mike Morgan to the left of Gronowski, Johnson to his right. Play fake, pump fake, throwing deep left side. Jaden Yonke has it across midfield, turns up the left sideline, and he's pushed out of bounds at the 46 of North Dakota. So that's a pickup of 20 yards and a first Dakota first down. So Tyler, you just named off the five guys that made that possible. Great passing, pocket protection, no blitz. Gronowski had time to sit and wait, and Yonke finds the seam on that sideline against the zone coverage. 
Opening minute, third quarter. Jackrabbits have trailed the entire game, trying to tie it here. Two receivers, Cole Jr. and Jackson Yockey, both wide of the right. Handoff to Amar Johnson, running left, and he got tossed backwards. Ted Mullen, the linebacker, the fifth-year senior out of Littleton, Colorado, came in off the left side. Looked like he just beat one of the talented Jackrabbit offensive linemen one-on-one -on -one for a one-yard loss for Johnson. It's second down and 11. That's one of the challenges of that three-man front. You don't know where that edge linebacker, which one is going to be coming. Are they both coming? Are they all three coming? Creates some challenges up front for those 605 Hogs. Kraft and Hines double tights right with Devin Cole Jr. and Jackson Yonke. The back is Omar Johnson. Now Cole Jr. motions right to left on second and 11. Fake of the handoff. Gronowski throws right side. Open Jackson Yonke 35. Turning upfield as he stumbles. He dives inside the 30. And it's a first Dakota first down to the UND 29. It was not the prettiest, but it's 18 yards. Jackson Yonke making something happen in space. And the Jacks move the sticks. Sticking his hand in the ground, keeping himself up. That gave him another eight yards upfield. So again, we've seen the last couple of weeks. Yankees have certainly turned it on. Yeah, twice he put that right hand with the yellow glove on it down in the field turf to maintain his balance, as Scotty said. Jacks at the UND 29 from left to right they go. Johnson behind Gronowski in a pistol. Tight end either side, wide out either side. It's Coons right, Jaden Yonke left. Shotgun letter, high snap. Handoff Amar Johnson, starts right. Cuts left inside the 20, right sideline 15, inside the 10, and it is first down and goal to go. A first Dakota first down for Amar Johnson. It's a gain of 20, and I'm telling you, if there was a hole that was six inches, that was all that was there. I don't know how Amar Johnson slithered through it, but he did for 20. But he was patient. He stayed behind those big guys up front. They all had their defenders going towards the sideline, and there was just enough room, like you said, for him to make a cut off the hip of one of those offensive linemen to hit that seam and get to the second level. It was Berenson pulling from his left guard that helped create the space. 12-30, third quarter. Jacks trailing at 21-14. First and goal at the nine. Johnson up the middle, nothing there. Tried to dart around the right edge, and UND strings it out. And Johnson down just inside the 10. He might have lost a couple of feet. North Dakota, number nine, must leave the game for one down as his helmet came off. All right, so that'll be Marcus Vaughn Jones that has to come out. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude. Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. This is the first time SDSU's been in the red zone. Second and goal at the UND 9, trailing 21-14. Three minutes have elapsed out of the 15 on the clock in this third quarter of play. Johnson behind Gronowski. Jacks have three tight ends in the game. Shotgun snap. Fate to Johnson. Gronowski in a double move. Throws left side. Jackson Yonke makes the catch. Throws a vicious right stiff arm and makes his way into the end zone. Touch down. Jackrabbits. You will not see a more physical finish to a catch than the All-American Jackson Yonke just turned in. You called the double move, Tyler. He started that route, broke it to the inside, planted his feet and made a quick spin to the outside. So again, the familiarity between quarterback and receiver. Gronowski, as soon as he was making that turn, put it out there. And then the muscle, muscularity of Yonke to stiff arm the defender to get into the end zone. 20th career touchdown. He ties Jason Schneider for seventh on the all-time Jackrabbit receiving touchdown list. The Hunter Dustman extra point is good. And this game is tied for the first time since the opening drive. That Jackrabbit touchdown, it was 10 yards from Mark Gronowski. 
to Jackson Yankee, and it was powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutoMall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive summary, six plays, 66 yards. It took three minutes and 12 seconds. Set up by Jaden Yankee, the longest kick return of the year for SDSU of 28 yards. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. You can see for yourself at $11.48, third quarter. Number one SDSU has rallied to tie. 20th ranked North Dakota, 21 all. This is Jack Rabbit football from Learfield. 11.48 to go in the third quarter of the SDSU offense with a great drive to start the half to tie things up at 21. Before we get things started back underway, let's pause 10 seconds to allow stations to identify themselves. You're listening to South Dakota State football. Tyler Merriam, Al Bahi, Scotty Quas, Brent Bowen, Brad Peterson, your Jackrabbit Sports Network crew from the Alaris Center in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Number one SDSU has fought back from two 14-point deficits to tie number 20 North Dakota. 21-21 the score, 11.48 to play in the third quarter. Hunter Dustman will kick things off from left to right as we see things with the band pounding away on the drums. The end over end kick, C.J. Seagull will kneel it in the end zone five yards deep for a touchback. This kickoff presented by Poet is at about time we got back in rhythm with nature. Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. Well, Al, what a difference uh, in this game. The first three drives, the Jacks had only 41 yards, snapped the ball just 12 times, three punts. The last two possessions, 141 yards on 14 plays and a pair of touchdowns. Well, what did we hear Coach Dix tell Scotty at halftime? Our offense will be okay. Patience is key. From the UND 25, first and 10. Fighting Hawks had turned the ball over three times, the fewest in the country in the first six games. Schuster threw two interceptions in the first half. He waits on a shotgun snap. He'll fake to Tyler Hoosman, dropping to throw. He'll dump it off to the left sideline. Hoosman evades one tackle along the near sideline, 30, and then got shoved out of bounds by Peyton Schaefer, the senior backup linebacker out of Cottage Grove, Minnesota. And they're going to give him forward progress to the sticks in the 35-yard line, 10 yards, and a first down. Nice check down there by Tyler, about near part by Tommy Schuster. First and 10 from the 35 of UND zone. We're tied at 21, 11, 25, third quarter. Schuster with Tyler Hoosman to his left. One step, fakes a pass to him, rolling out right. Two Jackrabbits are there, he evades one man. Jukes passed a second, then as Sanders was about to hit him, he stepped around him and got brought down from behind. Colby Herter with the sack. Three Jacks were back there, and Schuster did a great job to stay alive as long as he did. He's finally down at the 25 for a loss of 10. Talk about living in the mixer there. Schuster just couldn't, <laughs> couldn't find an outlet. Well, and when he looks at the film on Monday, goes back, he's going to say, I should have got rid of that ball instead of trying to dodge three. You're out of the pocket. Just fire that one away incomplete and don't take the sack. Second, Huge loss. Second and 20, North Dakota. Two wides to the right, one to the left. Up back left, and Tyler Hoosman, the running back, to the left of Tommy Schuster, who is 16 of 23 on the day. Receiver motioning from right to left is Belquist. Shotgun, helmet, eye snap. Here straight up the middle comes Hoosman. Runs through a couple of tackles and finally gets brought down at the 32 of his own. So Hoosman gains seven back, but it'll be third down and 13. The UND rushing game has not really gotten on track today. That Jackrabbit defense has bottled it up. 21 rushes for a mere 63 yards. Yeah, they've had a lot more success getting that ball into the flat, but you know, you can't totally abandon the run either. You've got to still make the defense play honest 
and to pick up seven and make it third and somewhat manageable at third and 13 is what they're looking at. 10 minutes left, third quarter, 21-21 tie. North Dakota from its own 32 needs to reach its own 45. Trips right, receiver left. Schuster, a gloved left hand, bare right hand, overlooks a four-man Jackrub in front. Takes the letter high, shotgun snap. Jacks come with four. Schuster steps away from pressure. Hit as he throws, the ball popped free. It rolls on the turf. Belquist picked it up, and then he's brought down well behind the line at the 28-yard line. Great pressure by the D-line up front. I didn't see you make the hit from behind, but they ruled that a fumble and recovered by UND. If that uh, bounces the other way, that's a... Another huge takeaway for the Jackrabbits, but good upfront pressure by that defensive line. As Schuster took off, he was bringing the ball up as if he was going to throw, but hadn't cocked his arm yet. And as Scotty said, Winkleman reached from behind, diving and knocked the football away. It bounced into Belquist's hands on the far right side, but he's down for a big loss. So UND will punt. Cade Peterson on for the second time today. One Jack comes after it, and Peterson a wobbly punt. This will cross midfield. Jaden Yockey on the run, center of the field, 35. Makes a man miss, 40. 45 midfield. Cuts left, 45. Up the middle, 40. Breaking out right, 35. Makes three different men miss inside the 30. Still going inside the 20. Stumbling inside the 15. He's inside the 10. Wow! Yockey all the way to the eight-yard line of North Dakota. 50. Eight yards of awe-inspiring work by one Jaden Yonke. Madden 2022, <laughs> maybe that play's gonna come up because there's no oh way he goodness. should not have been tackled 30 yards back. But that's just that elusiveness one, of Jaden Yonke. Well, we're counting the number of defenders that Three, had a shot at him four, because when he first took that, there was there was space on the right-hand side towards the sideline when he first made that seven. move, and then he cut it back <laughs> up inside. What an outstanding run. I'm going to have to add an award at the end of the game because we need a special teams play of the game. You add whatever you want. <laughs> Angel Johnson in for the first time today. Jack's first and goal to go at the UND 8. This game is all square at 21, 844 in the third. Gronowski in the shotgun, a one-step, swings it left to Angel Johnson with space, left numbers, angle to the sideline, inside the five, and a terrific job of diving around the ankles by Wyatt Pettigill, the linebacker, to trip up Angel Johnson at the three. The Irene native for five, second down, goal to go. The Jacks were down 14-0 and 21-7 in the first half, and they are three yards away from taking the lead, 8-17, third quarter in Grand Forks. I like that play call and having Angel Johnson in there in the flat, wide side of the field. He has got the speed. That was an absolutely brilliant play call. Amar Johnson back in as the back. Coons wide left and three tight ends. Kraft and Hines with Morgan. Hines will stay right, Kraft and Morgan left. On second and goal, snap back to Gronowski. Hand to Amar Johnson up the middle to the two and he fell forward inside of the two, but that's all. It'll be third and goal to go. This is where you lean on those big 605 hogs up front. You're inside the five at the three yard line. This is where you tell those guys, we need you to come through. We're coming behind you. 1,500 pounds of jackrabbit in that front line, and that's just the five guys up front. That doesn't include your big tight ends. Josh Burai, the third tailback in as many plays behind Gronowski. One wide left, double tights right. Motioning left to right, a wide out. Fake of the handoff, Gronowski drops to throw, throws back left side, and Zach Hines is wide open. He makes the letter high catch. 
Touchdown, Jackrabbits! And SDSU down 14 points twice in the first half has rallied to take the lead inside of the Alaris Center. Again, the play call. You put Josh Burai in because if you've done your scouting on Burai, he's a straight ahead north to south runner, right? You need two yards, he's going to get you two yards. Defense is keying on him, so you play action and drag Hines across in the end zone for a wide open touchdown. Hines does a crack back just to come back and block like an interior linebacker. Then he releases and just came wide open. Nobody went with him. So the extra point, Heidi places it. Dustman's kick is good in South Dakota State, a seven-point advantage. That Jackrabbit touchdown, two yards from Mark Gronowski to Zach Hines. Hines' 10th career touchdown reception, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. The Northland four dealers, three plays. Eight yards in one minute and 33 seconds. That's your drive summary after the 58-yard punt return by Jaden Yonke. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. You can see for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. 7-11, third quarter. Number one SDSU in front of 20th-ranked North Dakota. Jack's a 28-21 lead on the road. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 28-21 is our score. 21 unanswered points for the Jackrabbits to give them the seven-point lead with 7-11 to go in the third quarter. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with the Cal. He is Brett Bowen with Scotty Quaz on the field, Al Bahi and Brad Peterson in the booth. I'm Tyler Merriam, the Jacks. Such an awful start to this game, but again, there never seems to be any panic in this group led by John Stigelmeyer, but a long way to the finish line as the kickoff by Hunter Dustman, a lot of height on the end over end kick. Seagull backing up five yards into his end zone, puts an E to it for a touchback. That's a Poet kickoff, isn't it about time? We got back in rhythm with nature. Poet, a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. So North Dakota, who has been hurt by two turnovers, very uncharacteristic of the Fighting Hawks. They committed three all year in their first six games, the fewest in all of the FCS. But Dyshawn Gales, the pick six in the first quarter. Malik Lofton, the interception in the end zone to turn UND back late in the second quarter. And now the Fighting Hawks trailing by seven, have two wides right and one left. Schuster in the gun, Jacks four down lineman. Schuster takes a knee-high snap, handoff to Isaiah Smith, running right and nothing doing. Fumble, fumble. And then the ball came loose, and it's been picked up. That's Isaiah Stolberg who picked it up. Savion Williamson made the initial hit on Smith as he tried to break free. The ball popped loose, and Stolberg recovers. And he's brought down at the 17 of North Dakota, a UND team that had turned the ball over three times in the first six games, has been turned over three times in two and a half quarters today. Well, the Jackrabbit defenders this whole afternoon, they've made the first hit, and then the next guys coming in are looking for the strip and punch it out. As we look at the replay right there, I can't catch the number, but that's exactly what happened. The fist comes through and punches that thing loose. Apologize for jumping on you, Tyler, but that's just my inner Randy Perner coming out, and it was just the ball came free, and it was just instinct. I just fumble, fumble. And, and Scotty, in the mass, the angle we have, we didn't see it come out right no. away. <laughs> Savion Williamson is being credited with the fumble forced, at least for now. First and 10 jacks at the UND 17. 
Gronowski pitching it back to Jaden Yaki, running right. He'll throw it back left side to Gronowski, who has a convoy in front of him. Inside the 10, jumps over his own man inside the five, diving to the UND one. Gus Miller trying to lead the way, ended up face down on the turf. Gronowski hurdled him to reach the one yard line. It is first down and goal to go. The Jacks aren't messing around. Burai is behind Gronowski, who goes under center, takes the snap, runs behind those big 605 hogs, and he's in. Touch down, Jackrabbits. And pending review, it's 34 21 South Dakota State. What a third quarter start by the Jackrabbits. Time of possession, drives, turnovers on defense, just dominating here with still 6.42 to go. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude, and Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Gronowski, touchdown run number 12 of his career. That's five this year. As he ran off the right side, just snuck it in from a yard out. The extra point by Dustman is good. And it's 35-21, SDSU leading UND. 6.42 remaining in our third quarter of play. Isaiah Smith had the fumble. Savion Williamson made the initial hit. He's being credited with the force of the fumble. Isaiah Stahlberg, the recovery at the 17-yard line. And the Northlands four-dealer drive summary. Two plays, 17 yards in 21 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. The Gronowski one-yard run, powered by Prostralo Auto Mall and Madison. Score your next vehicle at prostraloautomall.com. 28 unanswered for the yellow and blue. 6.42 third quarter, top-ranked SDSU leading North Dakota 35-21. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. What a response for the South Dakota State Jackrabbits. 28 unanswered points as SDSU now leads at 35-21 with 6.42 to go in the third quarter. Don't forget to join us at the Cubby Sports Bar and Grill for the weekly John Stigelmeyer radio show Monday night at 6 p.m. here on the Jackrabbit Sports Network. Cubby Sports Bar and Grill, your Jackrabbit. Rabbit Game Day Headquarters on Main Avenue in downtown Brookings. Hunter Dustman to kick things off from left to right. High end over end, C.J. Seagull, four yards deep on the first O in North Dakota in the end zone, catches and puts a knee to it. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet is a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. UND took a 21-7 lead with 5.28 remaining in the second quarter. Since then, it's been all jacks. SDSU over the last 8-18 has outscored UND 28-0. And now North Dakota with an explosive offense. Keep in mind, UND averages 29 points a game. It's already at 21. Three wides right, one left. Schuster out of the shotgun. Four down lineman for SDSU. Three-step drop, pressured by Hicks. Dumps it off left side. Tyler Hoosman along the sideline, 30. And he is hit out of bounds by Kale Reeder. And Reeder stumbling around after that hit. Play will be stopped. Reeder took a big hit. He just can't stay healthy. Reeder laid a big hit on Hoosman. And as he got up, he was stumbling around and nearly lost balance. The officials and his teammates held him up. And now Charlie Miller the head athletic trainer for Jackrabbit football. Some of his assistants, Dr. Chad Kurtenbach, one of the team doctors from Sanford Health, helping uh, Reader off the field. Jacks lost Adam Bach to injury 
on the first drive of the game, the All-American middle linebacker, Reeder, who missed last week's game at North Dakota State. Back this week, and he was a game-time decision, Chase Norblade playing in just his second game of the year. He's in at safety with Tucker Large. Dyshawn Gales, Malik Lofton are the corners. The linebackers, Isaiah Stalbert, Savion Williamson, along with Graham Spaulding, Caden Johnson, Quinton Hicks are the ends. The tackles are Brian Williams, his first game back since the opener, and Max Balloon. Empty set for UND. Three rides right, one left on second and six. North Dakota from its own 29. Schuster dropping to throw to the right side. Catch is made, and that is Garrett Mogg to the 34, close to the 35-yard line. It'll be enough for a first down to Mogg. So it is a six-yard gain. Schuster to Mogg, first down UND. 6-10, third quarter. Jacks 35, fighting Hawks 21. Well, Tyler, if anybody thinks there's any quit in this UND offense, you're wrong because Tommy Schuster is a gunslinger. He's gonna be out there throwing the ball. They're gonna mix in a few runs. They've had success in the flat. The Jacks defense needs to be solid, fundamental, and don't give up a big play. You heard that ovation. Schuster just became North Dakota's all-time leader in pass completions. First and 10, Fighting Hawks from their own 35. Snap back, handoff, Hoosman running right. 38, close to the 39. Norblade up from his safety position to make the stop. The Papillion, Nebraska native. Second down and six for UND. Schuster came into today with one interception in his last 140 passes, and that was a ball that went right through a receiver's hands and was deflected. He's 18 for 25 today, but the Jacks have picked him off twice, and they've been huge. Dyshawn Gales, a pick six when UND was up 14-0 with the ball, and then UND at the end of the half was in field goal range, took a shot into the end zone first, and Malik Lofton had a jumping interception. North Dakota, second and six from its own 39. In the gun, Schuster, Jacks blitz, handoff is to the running back, Hoosman who wanted to throw it back. He broke a tackle of Caleb Sanders, then tried to run up the middle, and the combination of Norblade and Van Morrow brought him down for a loss of two at the 37. They wanted to throw it back to Schuster, and Sanders blew it up. Somehow, Hoosman stayed on his feet and only lost a couple, but that was nearly disastrous for North Dakota. Tell you what, there are not many guys who can spin out and break a, a tackle when Caleb Sanders gets a hit on you like that. Now maybe he went a little too high and Hoosman's got some strength, spun away and got out of it to try to make something out of nothing. Third and eight, North Dakota at its own 37. Fighting Hawks are four of nine on third downs today. Schuster has trips, bunched left, a receiver right. Isaiah Smith alongside him in the backfield. Jack's four down lineman, they come with just three. Schuster stepping up, rolling out right, he'll run to the 40, cut out right side, break a tackle, and pick up a first down. He slid, and right as he was starting to slide, Stallbird was diving towards him, and Stallbird took him out. Fans are booing because they want a flag. Schuster for nine and a first down, Stallbird hit into the turf. No, I don't think, I mean, we'll watch the replay, but. Stolbert hit him as he's starting the slide, not after. I mean, there's nothing dirty or malicious about this. He really hadn't started to give himself up. That's that's a good no call. Well, but we have a stoppage in play, Albahi. Well, they'll look for targeting, I'm sure. The previous play is under review for potential targeting. Stolbert did indeed hit him, but we'll see whether or not there was enough for the call of targeting. 3.48 to play in the third quarter. South Dakota State 35, North Dakota 21. Brent Bowen, I'm going to bring you in here, my friend, because uh, you've got a couple of very interesting scores to give us an update on on our Dakota Bank scoreboard. So South Dakota defeated Southern Illinois in a massive upset in the Missouri Valley. Southern Illinois came in ranked 14th in the country, but South Dakota 
Carson Camp was benched in the first half, and and their their freshman, true freshman quarterback, Bowman, came in in the first half, leading South Dakota to that big victory for their second win of the season. And then another one coming right down to the wire in Bozeman, Montana. Montana State actually just forced Weaver State to turn it over on downs inside the 20-yard line. Weaver State had converted two fourth down conversions throughout the drive, but Montana State holds a late Weber State rally to win it 43 to 38 in that top five matchup, Tyler. So Montana State a winner, and then Aiden Bauman, the star for USD, because Camp was benched in the first quarter, correct? And, and Aiden Bauman, his dad bounced around in the NFL with several teams, for, is from Southwest Minnesota. A big moment there for that young kid. And of course, uh, Todd, that's who you're talking about, Todd's two brothers, Troy, played basketball at SDSU on the Elite Eight team in the early 90s, and Shane was a football quarterback for SDSU in the late 80s, and Shane, in addition to that, eventually became the softball coach at South Dakota State. Our replay review continues, 348 in the third, South Dakota State 35 and North Dakota 21. UND on its three scoring drives, 254 yards, otherwise three turnovers and a mere 17 yards. It really has been an all or nothing day for Danny Freund's offense, he's the offensive coordinator. The replay review continuing, Darwin Schaefer stopped things, our replay official. Long review is finally in the books, it appears. Jason Perkins, our white hat, the referee, is finishing up his communication. And then he will tell all of us, who are all waiting with bated breath here in the Alaris Center. After review, the ruling on the field is confirmed. No targeting. First down, North Dakota. So no targeting. Stallbird stays in the game. UND does indeed have a first down. At its own 45, Kelly green helmets over black tops and black pants for the host Fighting Hawks. Jackson blue helmets, white tops, blue pants. Tervere and Winkleman on the outside and on the inside of that line, Van Morrow and Sanders. Schaefer in the middle with Williamson and Stahlberg. Make that Freeman and Stahlberg are the linebackers. It is Beanham in at corner alongside Orell and the safeties are large in Norblade. UND on a first and 10. Fake of the handoff. Schuster swings it right side to Smith out of the backfield. Along the far boundary, crosses midfield. Jason Freeman squared him up and hit him hard as the two both end up out of bounds on the far sideline at the 48 of South Dakota State. That's a gain of right about six. Well, both Jason Freeman, Isaiah Stallbird, getting a lot of action from their linebacker position. Stallbird's done some back and forth between safety as well, but Stallbird's the leading tackler right now for the Jacks with seven, and Freeman has been in on a number of stops. Three-minute mark of the third, 35-21 Jacks. North Dakota second down and four just across the midfield stripe. Hoosman back in as the running back. Trips left for the quarterback, Schuster. Handa, who's been running right, and Freeman met him alongside Norblade to knock him back at the 47-yard line. He got a yard, but those two brought the muscle to set up third and three for UND. Talk about a two-man tackle there. One had the knees, one had the shoulders, and they just, uh, again, wrap, lift, tackle. That's textbook right there. North Dakota, five out of 10 on third downs today. Needing to reach the 44 of SDSU. It's a good two yards shy of that. One wide either side. Hoosman to the left of Tommy Schuster. Jacks, four men with their left hands in the field turf. Motioning left to right, Bo Belquist the wide out. Handoff, Hoosman up the middle. Got met one yard beyond the line. One yard shy of the sticks and he won't make it. Peyton Schaefer, the linebacker, was right there. Alongside him, Tucker Large, and the Jackrabbits hold defensively. It is fourth and one. 
What an outstanding play by Peyton Schaefer from that Mike position, middle linebacker, to come up and fill that gap as the defensive lineman had occupied the big old guys up front, and he steps right in there and meets the ball carrier for basically no gain. So fourth and one, UND at its own 45-yard line. One back on either side of Tommy Schuster. One wide to the left. Jack's four down lineman. Belquist motions out of the backfield. Two wides left. On fourth and one, Schuster rolling out to the near side. Pass is batted down at the line of scrimmage. Slapped away by Isaiah Stahlberg, who jumped high into the air to turn UND over. New Seed wants you to take advantage of this golden opportunity in the fields on your farm. Score big with canola and sunflower hybrids from New Seed. And once again, the third quarter effort coming out of the locker room by that Jackrabbit defense as it turns back UND. Stallberg deflects the pass out of Schuster's right hand. Showing great athleticism. He had to shed a block on the rollout. One of the guys getting in his face, but a great job by Isaiah Stallberg to look back as he's getting blocked, read the eyes of Schuster, and then time that to go up and knock the pass away. Jacks have scored 28 in a row. They lead at 35-21, Third quarter, first and 10 Jacks from their own 45 after the turnover. Two wides right, double tights left. Hand off Amar Johnson, cuts back right, spinning across midfield to the UND 49. Amar Johnson runs for six, and a very late flag came in from couple, the umpire. Couple of them. See what this is all about. We have 111 left in the third. It's 35-21. SDSU the lead. Jacks are moving backwards, but we have yet to have any official indication from our crew, including the referee Jason Perkins. The officials are still talking in the center of the field. Dead ball. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Offense number 60, his first of the game. The down counts, 15-yard penalty from the end of the run, second down. So it's on Mason McCormick, and because it happened after the play, it is a post-play foul, so the result of the play stands. So after a six-yard gain, you walk off 15 the other way. And the Jacks now with a second and 19 at their own 36. That's the best thing that's happened to UND this entire quarter. And the crowd trying to rally. Three wides right, one left. Johnson on the right hip of Gronowski, who claps his hands once. He'll swing it right side. Canyon Bauer to the 40, right numbers 45, and he dives to the 47-yard line. And there's two Fighting Hawks who bounced off of Bauer, and they're both hurt around the 45-yard line. Caden Kapanen is one of them. They both dove to reach Bauer. They grazed off of him, and they hit each other, and they're both down. They went shoulder to shoulder, and each feeling the brunt of the blow. Again, another nice play call there by Zach Lujan to get that ball out into the flat. Bauer has some speed, and as soon as he made that catch, he took a burst upfield. He had a couple of blockers there and made a nice move to get through and split those defenders to get some positive yardage to bring up now third and nine once we get back to action. Seventh reception of the year for Bauer, seventh different man who has caught one of the 12, beg your pardon, sixth different man that has caught one of the 12 Gronowski passes. Gronowski's the seventh Jackrabbit who's made a catch today. Coppinen got up and stumbled off the field with his left shoulder 
clinging to the left side of his body. Meanwhile, the other Fighting Hawk defender is still down on the field. There they is brought, a mass of bodies looking at him, Scotty. They have brought a uh, brace out to brace that left arm, so it looks like a significant injury here, and he is in some obvious pain, but yeah, the athletic training staff, team doctors there, Coach Bubba Schweigert, and uh, as you mentioned, uh, they've gotten off to the side there and just uh, collided with one another. Koffinen, yeah, did he kind of got himself all the way down to the 20-yard line and uh, walked him, walked away from the athletic trainers that were attending to him. So he seems to be better for the wear, but uh, yeah, hush over the Alaris Center here as they're attending to the the uh, Fighting Hawk down at the midfield. The ball is at the 46 of SDSU's. It'll be third and nine. Kapanen is now walking back onto the field. He's holding his helmet in his right hand. Now he switched it to his left arm. You can tell the left arm is dangling a little bit. Yeah, he's looking down at more of his elbow forearm area and uh, talking to some of the assistant coaching staffs, but uh, teammates for UND have certainly rallied around. They've created a, a little bit of a bubble and holding some hands while the Jackrabbits, certainly uh, the offense has come over and taken some uh, some time to, uh, to take a knee and uh, again everybody on either side wants to uh, be competitive and be really uh, aggressive as they have been with 42 seconds to go in the third quarter in a tight game nationally ranked teams but you hate to have uh, severe injuries happen for uh, either team. Kapanen now uh, or not Kapanen but now sitting up with that brace fans offering an applause he'll get some high fives and handshakes with his teammates. But Finally yeah. see the number. It's Caden White, one of the linebackers. Okay, yeah, yeah, White. And uh, he's up on his own power and walking, but has a uh, heavy, um, if you will, restriction brace from his uh, left shoulder all the way down to his hands. And they are immediately walking off the field to have him uh, tended to uh, off field. Kind of looks like an air cast that they may be yeah, put on there because of that shot he took from Kapanen. So now UND has to block that out and try to focus on football without two key contributors on defense for at least this play. And of course, White will be out for an extended period. Crowds right back into it though. Third and nine Jacks at their own 46. 38 seconds, third quarter. Jacks have scored 28 in a row. They lead it 35-21. Burry the back to the left to Gronowski. Shotgun snap, three-step drop. Gronowski backpedals, throws over the middle. Kraft has it to midfield. Breaks across one defender, diving on the far sideline for the sticks, but he didn't quite get there. They'll mark, and at the end of the play, a flag came out. Now let's see what this is all about. Kraft dove out of bounds, didn't make the sticks. He's a couple of yards shy, and then well after the play, as the official on the far sideline was marking the ball, he threw his flag about as high into the air as he possibly could. So something must have been said is all we can figure because the contact had long since ceased. Referee Jason Perkins, give us an update, please. Happened right near Coach Stig. And Dead ball. Unsportsmanlike conduct. Offense number 85. The down counts. 15-yard penalty from the end of the run. Fourth down. So all you can assume is Kraft must have reacted to that tackle and yelled something back at the UND defender because the official standing right there immediately threw his flag. So two personal fouls on that possession for South Dakota State after the Jacks have been flagged only twice coming into that. 
And Hunter Dustman, three punts, a 47-yard average in the first half, is at his own 22. And Bo Belquist, who had the 61-yarder in the first half, hangs around at the Fighting Hawk 20. UND coming after it. Dustman had it deflected. It barely reaches midfield. It'll bounce to the 44, alertly picked up by a UND up man who returned it a couple of yards before he was tackled. That's Nate DeMontanac, the wide receiver out of Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. That's the end of the third quarter. Dustman nearly had the first one blocked, and UND got a piece of that one, and North Dakota will have it near midfield when the fourth quarter begins. After three periods of play on the Dakota Bank scoreboard, it is top-ranked South Dakota State 35, number 20 North Dakota 21. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Alara Center, 35-21 in favor of South Dakota State at the start of the fourth quarter. This top 20 matchup in the Missouri Valley Football Conference is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions. Ask any top performer and they'll tell you that home field is definitely an advantage. Whether it's San Angeli Cash Stadium or on your farm's fields, local knowledge and local support matter. Nutrient Ag Solutions and the Jacks are leading the field this season and beyond. And the Jackrabbit app, that's your home for all things SDSU Athletics. You can access your ticket account, earn rewards from local businesses, get in-game updates. There's links to live video, live audio as well. Visit gojacks.com app, and you can download the Jackrabbit app on your mobile device right now. By the way, we were told that Kraft threw the football back at the defender after he was tackled in front of the official. We couldn't see that from our angle, but that was why the 15-yard infraction was flagged on South Dakota State. So we start the fourth quarter. UND, after the blocked punt, will have it at its own 46. North Dakota has operated 20 more plays for 53 more yards. Gronowski, 13 of 17 for 153 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Tommy Schuster, 19 of 27 for 210 yards, one touchdown and two interceptions. UND from left to right it goes at its own 46 as we open the fourth period. Receiver in motion left to right comes Belquist. So two wides right, one left. Play fake, rolling right, Schuster lobs it over two blitzers. It's juggled and caught by the tight end Adam Zavalny, and he got shoved out of bounds virtually immediately. They'll call it the 47 of UND, so a one-yard gain. Good awareness by Schuster there. Two jacks coming at him, so he lobbed it over the top of him and found Zavoni. And one of the guys coming at him was cornerback Malik Lofton from way out here on the near sideline. He started creeping in and took a shot, and that's exactly where Schuster threw the ball is where that blitz came from, just what you're supposed to do. Schuster, 5 of 6 for 28 yards is all in this half after he threw for 183 in the opening 30. Two receivers right, one left on second and nine, North Dakota. Wilson motions right to left. Fake to Hoosman, a deep drop. Schuster taking a shot down the center of the field. Has Mog out there, and Lofton deflected it away. Boy, Mog had a step on Lofton, and he had six inches as well. But Lofton, who won the one-on-one -on -one battle on the play in the end zone for the interception at the end of the half, made up the ground, went high into the air, and used his left hand to tap the ball away from Garrett Mog. Absolutely beautiful timing for him to come from that backside, not make contact early, no right hand on the shoulder, not reaching around the waist, comes over the back shoulder with the left hand and knocks that ball away. You can't play the cornerback position any better than Malik Lofton just did. The corners have turned in a tremendous effort today. Third and nine, UND at its own 47. Three wides left and one to the right. The back is Hoosman. Jack's four down lineman. Schuster makes his call. They rush four on a twist. Schuster feels it coming, trying to get out of the way, and he cannot do it. 
Jared DePriest rode him to the turf, but all four Jackrabbit defensive linemen deserve credit for that because they took that pocket and it just kept getting tighter and tighter. And Schuster looked right, and he looked left, and he looked right, and he finally just crumpled into the hands of DePriest, the fourth-year junior defensive tackle out of Trivoli, Illinois. He turned to roll, did a 180, and DePriest just steamrolled him for a big loss there. What a Jackrabbit defensive stand that series. I recall Coach Stig saying we need to keep him in the pocket in the second half. They ran the twist and that's exactly what it, they did on that play, which enabled them to get that sack. Third punt of the day for Cade Peterson. He's averaged 37 on the first two. Three steps and a right-footed boot. This is best of the day, end over end and high, but coming up to make the catch is Jaden Yaki, a fair catch, and he hauls it in right at the 30-yard line. So that punt is 36 yards and we step aside. 13-21 remaining in Grand Forks. Number one SDSU, a 35-21 lead at North Dakota. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. 13-21 to go in the fourth quarter from the Alara Center in Grand Forks. It's South Dakota State 35, North Dakota 21. And when it comes to the activities that fill your life, Sanford Health has all the expertise to keep you moving. Helping active people of all ages return to peak performance after injury. Call your local Sanford Health Clinic today to make an appointment. And if you're looking to freshen up your Jackrabbit wardrobe, turn to Authentic Brand. The quality and unique styles are just what you need to look your best on game days and, really, frankly, every day. Shop Authentic-Brand.com today. In this second half, South Dakota had 115 in the first. It has 112 yards after a first half of... Uh, uh, 248 yards for North Dakota. It has 14 yards in this second half. Snap back Ronowski. Play fake to Amar Johnson. Taking a shot deep down the left seam. And a jumping catch was made. Jaden Yawkey with a man all over him. And C.J. Seagull hauls it in as he falls out of the back of the jersey with number one on it at the 31 of North Dakota. That is a 40-yard catch by Jaden Yawkey. Now that's taking a shot, strength against strength, because Siegel is their best defender in the secondary, and you put him one-on-one -on -one against one of the best receivers in a Jackrabbit uniform. Gronowski puts it on the money, and Yankee hauls it in. 14 of 18, 192 yards and three touchdowns. Gronowski also has a 16-yard reception and a touchdown run today. First and 10 jacks at the UND 31. Two tights left, play fake Gronowski, blitzes on, backpedaling, arcs the ball on the left sideline, he wanted Kraft. He was well covered by Ted Mullen, the pass goes over as everybody said, out of bounds. 12-38, fourth quarter, number one SDSU has scored 28 in a row on the road to lead 20th ranked North Dakota, 35-21 in the Alaris Center. The Jacks going from right to left in this final period. The nose of the football is on the 31-yard line of the Fighting Hawks, it's second down and 10. A.J. Coons, Devin Cole Jr., two wides right. Zach Hines, Mike Morgan, double tights left. Amar Johnson behind the QB, Gronowski, who is changing the play at the line. Five to snap it on second and 10 at the UND 31. Johnson off right edge, 30, 29, 28, 27, diving to the 26-yard line. Five-yard gain, Amar Johnson. It'll be third and five, SDSU. Tough piece of running over on that right side behind the line of uh, who's over there? McCormick? Not uh, O'Brien and Berenson. O'Brien and Berenson, thank you. But again, makes it third and manageable, getting some positive yards on third down to set up a decent op opportunity. From here, it's around 43 yards for Dustman. 
whose career long is 44. Third and five, Jack, seven to snap it. Three receivers bunched left, one wide right. UND walks six to the line. They come with four. Gronowski the out left side. Jumping catch, Jaden Yonke. He went up and got it and stumbled out of bounds at the UND 20. Another terrific catch by Jaden Yonke. Five grabs, 86 yards today, and a first Dakota first down to the North Dakota 20. Didn't we see that once before? <laughs> Back in the third <laughs> quarter, opposite side of the field. Yankee climbing a ladder, grabbing a pick, or grabbing a catch and extending the chains. 11-25 to play, 35-21 Jacks. First and 10 of the Fighting Hawks, 20. Two wides right, two wides left. Hines motions left to right, now he's an up back. Hand off to Johnson, around the left edge, 17, 16, stiff arm, 15, trying to walk the tightrope on the near side, and they'll mark him out of bounds at the 10-yard line. That's a favorable spot. Jax will take it. It's a first Dakota first down, and I believe it'll be goal to go for the yellow and blue. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude. Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. Well, Lamar Johnson avoided a tackler who had penetrated in that line of scrimmage, made that quick step, showed his speed getting to the outside, but actually took a couple steps back to get around him, and then a nice, strong, stiff arm to get to the 10-yard line. 12 rushes, 61 yards for Johnson. Burai is in as the tailback. Now he realigns to the right of Gronowski on first and goal. Fake to him. Gronowski up the middle to the 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Get out of here. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Gronowski ran into that pile, and the pile kept going and going and going. A fullback is supposed to do that, not a quarterback. <laughs> that was just rugby middle on one. Scrum, Go. Scrum. And, and scrum, it was just scrum. Gronowski getting in behind some big white jerseys and just mass on mass. Jax had the bigger mass. 1,500 pounds of mass up front. And it was Hines who was pushing him from behind, really making that pile go. Dustman the extra point off the Heidi snap, and Mueller hold is good. And it's 35 unanswered for the yellow and blue on the road. That Jackrabbit touchdown, Mark Gronowski, a 10-yard touchdown run. It's his second rushing touchdown of the day, number 13 of his career. It was powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary. Six plays, 70 yards, in two minutes and 49 seconds, and it started with the deep ball, the 39-yard acrobatic grab by Jaden Yonke, and he followed it up with another six-yard acrobatic grab. 10-32 remains. 42-21 SDSU leads it. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back inside the Alara Center. It's 42-21 in favor of South Dakota State as the, some Fighting Hawk fans are starting to hit the exits here in Grand Forks. With 10.32 left to go in the fourth quarter, football season means hunting season. When you're not cheering on the Jackrabbits, hit the fields and enjoy the great pheasant hunting in the country. Visit gfp.sd.gov to purchase your license. Hunter Dustman is right to left kickoff. 
lot of height on this end over end job. Returnable, CJ Seagull up the two, up the middle 10, 15 to the 20, breaks one tackle, spins through a second, then takes a big hit of the 26 yard line from Aiden Dodderman, the backup corner. That is a 24 yard return. That kickoff presented by Poet. Isn't it about time we got back in rhythm with nature? Poet, a proud leader in the sustainable bioproducts industry. Mark Gronowski has completed 12 of his last 13 passes. Those last 13 attempts, again, 12 completed, have covered 166 yards and three touchdowns. Gronowski's thrown for three, he's rushed for two, and keep in mind, he caught a pass as well. 42-21, SDSU leads it with 10-26 remaining. Schuster out of the gun, hands it off Tyler Hoosman, darts off the right side into the waiting arms of Jason Freeman, the linebacker who holds him to a three-yard gain to his own 29. Jacks without Adam Bach, who was severely injured on the opening series of the game. Bach has been on crutches the entire rest of the contest. The All-American middle linebacker, who earlier this week, Jimmy Rogers talking about how dinged up they've been, said as long as Bach's okay, we'll be fine. Second down and seven, UND. Shotgun snap, Schuster, deep drop, pump fake. Looks like he wants to run. Keeps the ball pumped, now finally does run. And when he felt Freeman coming, ran horizontally alongside the line of scrimmage to the 30. May have gotten a yard there. It'll be third and six, UND. Again, North Dakota in that first half at 248 yards on 41 snaps. And UND with barely 18 yards in this second half. And UND has won for its last seven on third downs. Two wides left, two wides right. Smith to the right of Schuster. Jacks walk a fifth to the line of scrimmage with four down linemen. Play clock at five for the homestanding Fighting Hawks. Schuster makes his call, a deep drop. Rush is coming, airs it up down the left sideline, and Belquist makes the back shoulder catch against the excellent coverage of Isaiah Stallbird into SDSU territory. He's out of bounds with the Jackrabbit, 49. That's a 21-yard gain, and again, that back shoulder throw, Stallbird's right there. It's just perfectly placed. It's absolutely perfectly placed, and uh, you're going talking about a small-town North Dakota kid going against a big city D-back. Bo Belquist played nine-man football out in New Rockford, Cheyenne High School, and has transitioned into UND to be one of their best receivers ever. Schuster on first and 10, pump fake, dances around, trying to get away from Quinton Hicks, and he couldn't. He saw Hicks coming out of the side of his eye on the left side, and he tried to dive forward, and Hicks brought him down. There were other bodies in the middle, but it's Hicks who caused the pressure. Schuster did dive to midfield. It's a loss of one. It's second down and 11. 8.20 left, it's 42-21 SDSU. The Jacks down 14-0 and 21-7 in the first half and rattled off 35 in a row. Schuster with five wides, claps his hands, three-step drop over the middle, catch is made inside the 45. Big hit at the 43-yard line on Nate Demontanak, the redshirt freshman wide receiver. And now we have a stoppage in play. Freeman made the lick there and was slow to get up, so officials stopped the play, Charlie Miller. Dr. Chad Kurtenbach, athletic training staff, Sanford team docs, want Freeman to come out of the game. Freeman does not want to come out of the game, but he <laughs> will have to. And again, that's the way it should be. That's proper protocol. You want to make sure everybody is healthy with uh, the potential of what can happen in this violent of a sport. Zach Wilson is in with Quinton Hicks at the defensive ends. 
Balloon and Williams are the tackles for SDSU as UND looking at a third and three at the Jacks 42. 42-21 SDSU, eight minutes to play. Handoff up the middle, Hoosman. He is ankle tackled by Quinton Hicks. And did he make the sticks or not? They're gonna say yes. He fell forward, he needed the 39, and he just did get it apparently. So it's first down, North Dakota moved the chains with 7.40 left. North Dakota operating without a huddle. Schaefer, Williams, and Stallbird are the linebackers. The corners are Arell and Beanham. And then the safeties out there right now are Large and Durance. The previous play is under review whether the runner reached the line to gain. Watching it live, it looked like it was a bit of a favorable spot. But we'll see. Ball is currently in the middle of the field on the edge of the D in the ND logo that goes from the 37-yard line on the left to the 37-yard line on the right. Which, with the logo the way it is there, gives you absolutely nothing to reference as far as where that ball is because most of the time you can see something in the yard markers, but with that black background, you have really no point of reference as far as the yard line to see where it should be and where it was marked. The curvature of the beak of the Fighting Hawk and the D <laughs> means the football was somewhere between the 47 and the 43 to be within that black arced stripe. Tell you what, Tyler, that's, that's some great information right there about that UND logo. What's, what's our uh, season record for number of reviews in a game? How many have we had today? I'm on six, I believe. Then that's the record. <laughs> While we're waiting this out, let's uh, do something meaningful. Let's pause 10 seconds to allow stations to identify themselves. This is South Dakota State football. After review, the ruling on the field stands. First down, North Dakota. With Al Bahi, Brent Bowen, Brad Peterson in the Hefty C broadcast booth and Scotty Quaz on the field, I'm Tyler Merriam. Hefty brand Freedom Series soybeans. Be free to set yield records on your farm with the protection and power of Extend Flex soybeans. 7.30 clock running now after the review. Jacks 42, Fighting Hawks 21, UND at the SDSU 39. Two receivers left, two more to the right. Tommy Schuster, a clap of his hands. Knee-high shotgun snap, three-step drop, running out to the left. Pump fakes, he'll run along the left sideline, 45, 44, 43. And as he went out of bounds, he stretched the football forward. The officials will not give him the extra yard they should. They'll mark it back at the 43. Schuster for a six-yard gain on the first down scramble. Felt the pressure coming up the middle as that pocket was collapsing on him and just uh, made a quick decision to get outside. Pump fake, continued to get to the sideline and pick up positive yardage. Under seven minutes to play. Empty set for Schuster from the 33 of the Jacks on second and four. A deep drop, Schuster looking right, looking, comes over the center of the field, and the pass is incomplete, and we've got flags from every official out there, and now we have the makings of a fracas. Graham Spaulding leveled the receiver coming over the middle. That receiver is still down. Then a couple of UND players came in to defend the honor of their fallen teammate and started shoving the defender Graham Spaulding back. Schuster hung the receiver out to dry on that crossing route, and Spalding lowered his shoulder and clocked the receiver and knocked him down. And now the Boo Birds are out for the visiting Jackrabbits. Spalding being taken off to the far sideline. Charlie Miller has a hold of him. And he's taken off his helmet. 
We'd need to see a replay to know for sure. It was a, a an absolutely jaw-dropping hit. I mean, you could hear it all the way up here. There's no question it was a collision. It didn't look to me at regular speed, and I don't know that they'll show a replay here in, in this atmosphere, but it looked to me split second that he led with the shoulder. Yes, he did go high, and I think the helmet came off. So there's, it's just a question of how the rule is written, how they interpret, but it was a high-level hit, but I didn't see him lead with the helmet. It's they may Caden. see something else on the replay. It's Caden Dennis. He is now sitting up here, number 10, and as he went to make that catch, Spalding was going in for that hit. It's kind of one of those where they're, they're both lowering at the same time, but Spalding was intending to lay a hit there. And, and then one of the offensive linemen for UND came up and uh, took there exception with that well play, after the play. Both by number 29 of the defense. Personal foul targeting defense number 29. That penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal from the end of the run. After the play was over, unsportsmanlike conduct, defense number 29. That penalty will be enforced half the distance to the goal from the dead ball spot. Automatic first down. The previous play is under review. They're reviewing it. Spalding led with his shoulder, but in the couple angles we've seen, there I think there was helmet-to-helmet -helmet contact. There. Well, or the, or the shoulder goes to the head. It's, it's contact to the helmet. And, and again, if you launch yourself towards the helmet, that's going to get you every time. And then Spalding for hanging over the top of the fallen receiver, Dennis. Ruling on the field was an incomplete pass. So Dennis was Tar drilled. Targeting and taunting. You have targe targeting in the play and then a post-play foul as well. And so regardless of whether taunting, uh, or whether targeting, I should say, holds up, the taunting will indeed. And you certainly hope Caden Dennis is all right. John Stigelmeyer tried to confirm with multiple officials on the far side as to how this all plays out. We still have six minutes and 51 seconds left in this football game. South Dakota State has rattled off 35 straight and leads it 42-21. The officials have walked away from John Stigelmeyer on the far sideline. UND is in a huddle on the near numbers at the right side of the field of the 30-yard line as Jason Perkins, our referee, continues the discussion. There are multiple members of the Jackrabbit coaching staff and Adam Bach over there as well talking with Graham Spalding. I mean, it was a tremendous hit. And those no are two, two players going opposite direction. Spalding is coming back to the middle. While After Dennis review, was leading them, leading them. the ruling of targeting has been confirmed. Defense number 29 is disqualified for the remainder of the game. That 15-yard penalty will be enforced from the previous spot, 15 yards, with an automatic first down. The dead ball on sportsmanlike conduct foul will be enforced half the distance from there to the nine-yard line, first down. And let's throw one other thing on top of this. Bach, who was injured on the opening series, will see, but he's been on crutches. He has his uh, left foot in a boot right now. Assuming he's not available next week, the Jacks are thin at linebacker already. McGoy's out an extended period. Now Spalding can't play in the first half. So, I mean, if there's anybody with eligibility, <laughs> call Jimmy Rogers. Savian Williamson is now in the middle of the uh, defensive uh, set. Got Williams and Schaefer out there as the two linebackers. UND, after all the penalties, first and goal at the Jackrabbit nine. 
Schuster, a low snap, comes up with it, being rushed, gets away from it, runs up the middle inside the 10, angling left at the five, and he will outrush the defender, Matthew Durant, into the end zone for a North Dakota touchdown. And North Dakota with some life, and the crowd that has stayed is back into this game for the moment. It is 42-27, South Dakota State. Scram scrambling ability by Schuster. He got, again, some pressure up the front. I believe that was Jared DePriest that came through and forced him up into the pocket. But he stays back there as long as he possibly can to look for a receiver and then had a nothing but wide open turf to his left when he tucked it and took off. The PAT kicked up and good by Brady Stevens. And it is 42-28, South Dakota State, 6.44 on the clock. The Northland Ford dealers drive summary, nine plays, make that eight plays, 74 yards in three minutes and 48 seconds, capped off by the nine-yard Tommy Schuster touchdown scramble. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer to see for yourself. 6.44 to play, number one SDSU, leading 20th ranked North Dakota, 42-28. This is Jack Rabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Alaris Center. 6.44 to go in quarter number four. The Fighting Hawks get back on the scoreboard and cut the Jackrabbits' lead down to 14. Make sure to, to subscribe to the Jackrabbit Sports Network podcast to hear the latest in SDSU athletics, weekly interviews, game replays, coaches' shows, and more. Search Jackrabbits wherever you podcast and hit the subscribe button to unlock hours of weekly content. And Blue is freedom, the freedom to choose the doctor that you want. Blue is affordable with plans to fit your budget. Blue is Medicare Advantage from Wellmark Advantage Health Plan. Get all the plans with the confidence of being covered by Wellmark. Find the plan for you at wellmark.com slash touchdown. North Dakota is lining up as if it will onside kick. The score is 42-28 South Dakota State, 644 left. And now SDSU takes a timeout. Timeout. South Dakota State, their first. This will be a 30-second timeout. Jacks were not anticipating UND coming out with an onside kick. They figured for sure North Dakota would wait on that. And so when they saw it, John Stiglmeyer takes the timeout to set things up, maybe put the hands unit in perhaps, or see if Bubba Schweiger will maintain that call. Well, interesting that uh, UND went ahead and, and kicked the ball anyway because now you've tipped your hand as to where you're going to try to kick and place that. So unless they come back with plan B for their onside kick, they've, they've tipped their hand on what they're going to plan to do. Unless Brady Stevens is playing four-dimensional chess and did that intentionally to throw us off and make him think that's where he's going to kick. You think that could be a possibility? Uh, you know, with Bubba Schweiger, <laughs> anything's possible. Hey, hey, the pride of Zeeland, North Dakota has a few tricks up his sleeve, my Absolutely friend. Absolutely right. Well, we expect the trick plays here today. We've only seen a couple out of UND. We've seen a couple out of SDSU as well. And in fairness, UND's tried a couple more. The Jacks have sniffed out before they exactly. really got executed yep. as well. All right, so Stevens has the ball teed up on the far left side hash right at the 35-yard line. UND has six bodies outside the right hash and four bodies lined up as if they're ready to sprint in the blocks to the left of Stevens. And now they realign everybody wide right in those six and four tight left. Watch for Pooch. Stevens, one step, it boots, it pops up. Tucker Craft picks it up, sprinting down the left sideline, 30, 25, 20, stiff arm inside the 15, and Tucker Craft to the 10-yard line. Craft for 32 yards on that onside kick. It took the big bounce, 
Kraft had a head of steam coming up. He caught the ball off the bounce and just sprinted along the near side. Yeah, that high hop comes right to his hands. And like you said, he wasn't going to sit back and wait for that ball to come in. He was coming towards it. Go make the play. You don't have to wait for that ball to go 10 yards when you're the receiving team. And that's exactly what Tucker Kraft did, and he caught that almost in full stride. A successful season demands a powerhouse team with a can-do attitude, and Case IH takes the field and wins with tractors, combines, hay tools, and more. Unlock your special offer at caseih.com slash jackrabbits. SDSU at the UND 10, first and goal. Two wides right. Shotgun snap, Gronowski. Hand to Omar Johnson, up the middle. Broke two different tackles. Angles around the right edge. Inside the five. Lowers his shoulder. Diving for the pylon. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Amar Johnson broke two arm tackles behind the line of scrimmage, bubbled around the right edge, broke an ankle tackle, and then dove with all of his five feet, 11 inches on that frame, and just did cross over the goal line for an SDSU touchdown. Well, there's no question that play was designed to go right up the middle, and he's got both arms wrapped tightly around that football as he goes up behind the right guard. Thought they had him bottled up, and all he does is just bounce out, and when he sees the open space on the right-hand side, he tucks it away and kicks it in. Al, you're never going to believe this, but on a play on the left side of the field at the goal line, that's questionable whether somebody got in or out of the end zone. Replay is not clear to you. We're waiting for the official word of a stoppage review, for review. The runner was down short of the goal line, second down from the half-yard line. So they reviewed and they communicated that he was short and our referee, Jason Perkins, never put the headset on. I've never seen that before. Clairvoyance. Normally when you have a stoppage for review, the white hat runs over, puts the headset on, and you have communication with the replay official, Darwin Schaefer. And that did not happen this time. So somehow, word got relayed down. Now they all have buzzers they wear, and there is a backup form of communication in the form of walkie-talkies, but I've never seen a call reviewed without the headset going on the white hat. Either way, it is second down, goal to go inside the one for the Jackrabbits. Coons is wide right. Jacks have one tight end right, two left. Johnson behind Gronowski. Shotgun snap, Gronowski. Hand to Johnson up the middle. Got stood up, then powered forward, and he's in. Touch down, Jackrabbits. Pending review, SDSU has a 48-28 lead with 6.14 remaining. Well, his first attempt, the, the little bit of a leap, I don't know that he got there, but as you said, he came down, kept his feet moving, fell forward, and then crossed the goal line into the end zone. No, I agree with you, Al. He did not get there initially. UND right. did right. force him back. But Johnson stayed with it. And Amar Johnson with his first touchdown today. Second in as many weeks. Must like being in the state of North Dakota. Heidi will hold. Dustman will try the extra point. And it's up. And it is good. That Jackrabbit touchdown. Amar Johnson from a yard out. Powered by Prostralo Auto Mall in Madison. Score your next vehicle at ProstraloAutomall.com. The Northland Ford Dealers Drive Summary. Two plays, 10 yards in 30 seconds. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself at BuyFordNow.com. 6.14 remaining. South Dakota State, 49. And North Dakota, 28. And the Jackrabbits. 
If you're just joining us, SDSU gave up an opening drive touchdown, went three and out. UND returned the punt 61 yards, converted a fourth and short, and then scored and led 14-0. The Jacks punted again, and Tommy Schuster with a 14-0 lead in the ball, threw an interception in the right flat. Dyshawn Gales picked it off and went untouched down the left numbers for a pick six. UND would score again in the second quarter to make it 21-7, but after that, SDSU really buckled down. Malik Lofton had an interception in the end zone on the penultimate play of the first half. It was 21-14 UND at the break, and then SDSU rattled off the uh, first four touchdowns of this second half. Each team has since traded scores. It's 49-28 South Dakota State. Jacks to kick off with 6-14 remaining. Dustman approaches the football, swings his right leg through it. It's an end-over-end end job, and Siegel, three yards out of the end zone, catches it, backs up, and a touchback has been whistled. Mark Gronowski today, 15 of 20, 197 yards and three scores. He's also rushed for 20 and two scores and caught a pass for 16. We'll hear from him in our first Dakota National Bank postgame show. We'll also hear from Dyshawn Gales, who had the pick six that really gave SDSU the Kind of a jolt it needed. North Dakota from its own 25. Now again, UND can go vertical. And it has as much speed as anybody on the perimeter in this league, save for maybe Southern Illinois. Two wides left, two wides right. Schuster to throw on a one-step drop. Stepping up in the pocket, it collapses, but he somehow escapes to the left. Rolling out, he'll run to the 30-yard line and simply goes out of bounds in front of Isaiah Stallbird for a five-yard gain. Again, the escapability of Schuster. That pocket fully collapsed, yet he slithered out of it to the left and ends up gaining close to five. Well, and that's where the rotating defensive linemen, four, five, nine, eight, nine guys coming in. They got fresh legs coming in, but it puts a lot of pressure on your secondary to stay with your receivers, and those guys have got to be gassed in the secondary, but they're doing a great job of hanging in there. 5.45 left, second and six. They mark Schuster back to his own 29. On a deep drop, Schuster throws down the center of the field, catch made by Nate Demontanak, and he's brought down at midfield by the safety, Kale Reeder. Demontanak over the middle, hauls it in for 21 yards, and UND on the move at the midfield stripe with 5.30 to play. Jacks 49, fighting Hawks 28. Two receivers left, two to the right. UND late getting a body off, so the officials hold up play for a moment. But the Jacks will not sub in his stead. Schuster, Smith to his right. Three-step drop, feels Winkleman coming, steps up. Now he's rushed by Trevere, rolling out right. Finally, he'll run away from Trevere, right sideline to the 45, and Stalbert escorts him out of bounds right at the 45 of South Dakota State. After a five-yard gain, 5.05 left. Jacks 49, Fighting Hawks 28. Reese Winkleman got held back in the middle of the pile. 10-yard penalty. Remain second down. It's Easton Kilty, the right guard, who was called for the holding. By the way, this is a season high for points for South Dakota State. The Jacks racked up 45 in the win over Butler back on September 17th. I was just going to say, Isaiah Stahlberg getting his wind sprints in here this afternoon because he always goes to the strong side of the field. And the last two plays on those scrambles by Schuster, he's the guy coming up from his linebacker position to force him out of bounds. Clock under five minutes to play. First and 20 UND after the hold at its own 40. Trips bunched tight left at a receiver wide to the right. 
Schuster, a three-step drop, stepping up. He'll throw it left seam, catch is made, and the immediate tackle from Tucker Large on Jack Wright, the third-year sophomore out of the state of Oklahoma. Gain of five, UND without a huddle, 4.35 in the clock running. Jack's 49, Fighting Hawks 28. Schuster trips right, twins left, empty set. Three-step drop, pump fake, looking, started to run left, felt the rush, is able to get away from Jared DePriest, running along the left sideline, and DePriest dove from behind and tossed him down out of bounds for virtually no gain right on the SDSU bench. Officials were Johnny on the spot to make sure nothing more occurred. They will mark him at the 46, a one-yard gain to set up third and 14. They're going to be some gas defensive linemen on the bus on the way home tonight, too. Those guys, I mean, they're keeping him in the pocket, but Schuster is stepping up and then sliding to the outside, and then he's got the foot speed to run away from our big guys. Third and 14, North Dakota. Four minutes left. Jacks 49, Fighting Hawks 28 in Grand Forks. Schuster three-step drop. Airs it up, left side. Back shoulder throw incomplete for DeMontanac. Coverage by Dallas Beanham. And now whatever shot UND has, trailing by 21 with 3.52 remains. It's fourth down and 14. And as a matter of fact, here comes Kate Peterson, the UND punter on the field. So the... How many passes is he throwing on the year? Don't, uh, don't rule out a fake at this point. And he threw a 23-yard pass on a fake punt against the Jacks here last spring. Three punts, a 35-yard average for Peterson. Jacks do not have anybody back to return this. Peterson, an end over end, sky high punt. It'll land at the 30, roll inside the 25 to the 20, and trickles along the right numbers to the 17, close to the 16-yard line. 340 remaining in the game. South Dakota State 49, North Dakota 28. Back to the Alaris Center in just a moment. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Welcome back inside of the Alaris Center in Grand Forks as South Dakota State is leading North Dakota 49 to 28 with 340 remaining here in regulation. Farming demands well-built equipment. Kubota equipment that's been proven for over a century. Tractors rated number one in durability and owner experience. Hay tools backed by a two-year warranty. Sidekick utility vehicles where durability meets speed. And productive SSB skid steers. Visit your local Kubota dealer for a demo today. Top ranked South Dakota State. Trailed at one point in this game, 14-0. Trailed again, 21-7. Rattled off, 28 unanswered points, took control of the game. They lead it 49-28, 3.40 to play. And into the game is Keaton Heidi, the backup quarterback for SDSU. They'll take a shotgun snap with Angel Johnson behind him. Hand off to Johnson, the Irene South Dakota native, running left, out to the 19-yard line for a gain of about three. So South Dakota State, the number one team in the country for the first time in program history, just the 44th team in the 45 years of the FCS to reach number one, and 30% of those teams who have been number one have since left to go to the FBS. And the Jackrabbits will be number one for another week, it would certainly appear. As the Jackrabbits come on the road, fall behind by 14 points, both 14-0 and 21-7. And yet they are three minutes away from leaving Grand Forks with their seventh consecutive win. Heidi on second down. He'll hand it to Josh Burry, trying to run up the middle, and UND forced him out to the right and brought him down to the 20 
for no gain. It'll be third down. Yeah, you've got your full second string offense out there. All five guys up front new. You've got uh, Landon Wolf was in on the previous play, A.J. Coons. You said Josh Burai and Keaton Heidi, and then all five guys up front, reserve offensive linemen. Third down and about six, Scotty. Just Nate Sullivan in at tight end as well. And you can tell the distinct difference here. You can actually hear the hand claps of Heidi. You can hear the call being made. Earlier on, this North Dakota fan base was able to uh, make a little havoc for the Jack of an offense, but here, able to really easily communicate. Tim Willis running our parabolic mic on the SDSU sideline. A huge help from you today, my friend. Thank you very much. Five wides for the Jacks on third down and close to seven. Heidi will swing it to the near sideline. The catch was made, but very little real estate to work for Tyler Feldkamp who is brought down right at the 20-yard line. Clock will run to about a minute 20 before the Jacks have to stop it. Yeah, the instructions coming in for that crew is uh, don't go out of bounds. Take a knee if you have to, fall down. Let's just keep this clock running. We'll take it down as far as we can, bring on Dustman to do the job, and uh, get out of Grand Forks with the W. By the way, I mentioned earlier, this is the seventh straight win for SDSU. If you're wondering, that matches a Division I record. The Jacks won seven in a row in the spring of 21. They also rattled off seven straight in 2017, and they had a seven-game win streak in 2006. There were also two Division II streaks of seven South, wins. South Dakota State, their second. This will be a 30-second timeout. The Jacks won eight consecutive games back in 1963. That was the final team to win the North Central Conference Championship under Ralph Ginn. The school record is nine wins. It happened at the end of the 1950 and beginning of the 1951 season and in 1928 when the Jacks won nine in a row. They'll pick up their seventh straight and they'll go for eight, heavily favored against Indiana State on Hobo Day next Saturday. And how about this one? Brad Peterson is always dulling out some doozies. The Jacks have 49 points today. They're up three scores, 25 fewer plays, and 14 fewer minutes of time of possession. So a team built on time of possession wins being dominated in time of possession. Dustman from his own five. UND coming after it, and they block it. And it's picked up and returned for a North Dakota touchdown. It was blocked, picked up, and returned by Marcus Von Jones. Well, you can go back to the very first punt of the game. They brought the house and got close to blocking it. They deflected one earlier in this half, and you knew that they were coming here. That's one that Dustman's just got to take a one-step approach and just get your foot on it, get that thing out of here. One minute and 10 seconds remaining. It is South Dakota State 49, North Dakota 34, and Brady Stevens for the extra point. And Dallas Beanham trying to time it so he could block it, came running around the left side of Stevens, the kicker, about 10 seconds early. <laughs> Dallas saying, ah, I don't know, that was kind of close. <laughs> Offside, defense number seven. That penalty is declined, replay the try. Why would you decline that? <laughs> I mean, what's the difference if you're another half yard closer or a yard and a half if you're going to try the PAT? It's a mental thing. I mean, I understand if it's from a hash mark and you have a, a better angle, but either way, the kick on the way is up and it is good. 
by Brady Stevens. 49-35, South Dakota State the lead, 110 to play. First Dakota National Bank postgame show when this one wraps up. You'll hear from Mark Gronowski, Dyshawn Gales, the head coach of the Jacks, John Stigelmeyer. Parental have a full recap of all the scores in this one. Plus, they'll take you through the Dakota Bank scoreboard, tell you what else happened in the FCS. A number of top 15 teams falling today. You knew three would because there were three matchups in the top 15. Plus, Southern Illinois goes on the road and loses in Vermillion. What a win for Bob Nielsen and the Coyotes. Aiden Bauman coming off the bench and doing the job for USD as Carson Camp was benched. And here are the Jacks trying to seal this thing to go to 7-1. Brady Stevens alongside kick it. One minute, 10 seconds remains. South Dakota State 49, North Dakota 35. Stevens has the ball teed up on the right hash at the 35-yard line. Now he backs away, three steps. One step to his left. He has four men to the right and six to the left. Stevens holds his right pointer finger in the air, two steps, rolls one along the carpet, takes a high bounce, and UND goes up and gets it, Bo Belquist. He jumps and secures the onside kick. Then we have a late flag that came out from the near side. Belquist recovered on the far side. So was there extracurricular we didn't see? Was somebody offside? The linesman on the near side threw it. He came over, and now almost our entire officiating crew is huddling on the SDSU half of the field at the 50-yard line. But while they sort that out, the Jackrabbit players on that side where the kick went stayed back yes, and waited did. for that ball to come to them, as opposed to Tucker Kraft last time to go after that ball. And it took a terrific bounce, and Belquist jumped bounce. up and got it. There's no call on the play for an illegal block by the kicking team. The ball's being recovered by North Dakota, first and 10. So the official furthest from the play threw his flag, then went and confirmed, and it was wiped away. So this is not over yet, 108 to play. Jacks 49, Fighting Hawks 35. And UND got the big bounce. A man got blocked, which allowed Belquist to go get it. It was Gales, and Gales got leveled on the play, clean hit clean hit and pass the 10-yard mark. That's what they were yes. looking at. If that had been in front of the 10-yard marker, then it's yep. a flag, but he was definitely a yard or two yep. past that 10-yard space. who threw that block on Gale. So UND from the Jackrabbit 49 with 108 to play. Jack's a 49-35 lead. Schuster, three wides all to the right. Smith to the left of the quarterback. Schuster takes the shotgun snap. A deep drop, looking. He's gonna run up the middle and be sacked. Tried to run away, but it was Caleb Sanders who tossed him down at the 48-yard line of his own. And UND will call a timeout. timeout. North Dakota, their first. This is a 30-second timeout. 1.03 remaining. And number one, South Dakota State, down 14-0 in the opening minutes, down 21-7. But we know how quickly they can score. They've taken some shots down the field. They've got Garrett Mogg, who they can throw the ball up on a 50-50 ball. The Jacks have played it well to this point in the secondary, but I expect you're going to see another shot. That front line of the Jackrabbits needs to keep him in the pocket and try to contain him and not let him get outside and extend a play. The Jacks, with 35 unanswered points, took control of this game. UND, the blocked punt and then recovering the onside kick. So special teams 
having its issues today, but at the same time, you saw Jaden Yaki with that terrific punt return. And Yaki also has the longest kick return of the year for SDSU in this game. 103 left, 49-35 Jacks. North Dakota looking at second and 13 at its own 48. Three wides, two right, one left. Jacks, three down linemen. They have a fourth man standing on the right side of the line. Three are all that come. Winkleman drops in the pass coverage. Schuster rolled right, stopped, rolled back to the left, stays behind the line, dancing around at his own 40, throws it back across the field. Catch made right seam at the 45, angling near side Mog. He's hit down by Isaiah Stalbert at the 41 of South Dakota State. Good Not enough for a first down, and the clock has been stopped, Al. Good open field tackle by Stalbert. Caleb Sanders was double-teamed the entire time, but he took just a total bull rush off that right defensive end to try to get to Tommy Schuster. Timeout, North Dakota, their second. I'm this just going to say timeout. there might have been some cloth grabbing going on, but they haven't called very many of those penalties all day long, so why would they start now? Well, it was a heck of a play by Stalbert in part because it forced him down in bounds, and UND had to either take timeout to stop the clock or burn a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. They had to take that timeout because you got receivers downfield, you got your linemen spread all over the field after the, the sprint out to the left side. So time management, that's absolutely what Bubba Schweigert had to do is take the timeout. 45 seconds remains. 49-35 Jackrabbits here in Grand Forks. UND. If it can find its way into the end zone here, is an onside kick away from anything happening? Jackrabbits tried to hold UND to two yards on two plays. North Dakota one timeout remaining. It has three receivers all to the left, one to the right. Smith to the left of Schuster. Now he will widen out to the right out of the backfield. Empty set for Schuster. Jacks three down linemen. From the SDSU 41, it's third and two. Schuster will throw it quick, left side catch made by Belquist, and he'll drag a tackler to the SDSU 30. 11-yard gain, first down, and UND wants to spike the football here to save the timeout. Once the ball is set, the clock will start running. 36, 35 seconds as Schuster takes the snap and spikes the football to stop the clock. 35 ticks on the clock. Jacks 45, Fighting Hawks 39. In case you were wondering, the 35 points by UND, that's the most allowed by the Jackrabbits. The previous high, they gave up 22 to UC Davis in the home opener. 35 seconds left from the 30 of SDSU, second and 10. Two wides left, two wides right. Jacks three down linemen. Tommy Schuster's thrown for 288 today. Drops to throw, looking right, looking, backpedaling, rolling right at his own 40, 10 yards behind the line, and simply skies the ball out of bounds onto the near sideline with 28 seconds remaining in this game. Excellent coverage in the secondary. They know he's going to roll out and extend the play, but every D-back, every linebacker was in the right place, keeping receivers in front of them. Lineman up front got the pressure, didn't let him escape to be able to run that ball. That was well executed defensively. Third and 10 for the Fighting Hawks, 28 seconds left, 49-35 SDSU. UND, three wides left and one to the right. Jacks, three down linemen and wide splits. Schuster waiting on the snap from Peyton Lotus. 
Here it is. It's waist high. Five-step drop. Throwing it out to the left side. Catch is made and hit out of bounds at the 25-yard line by Peyton Schaefer is Jack Wright, the Oklahoma native. That's his fourth catch of the day. And with 23 seconds left, UND facing a fourth down. The Fighting Hawks must reach the Jackrabbits 20-yard line. So they need about seven. Well, the Jacks, the last couple of plays are going with some of UND's defensive approach. The three-man front dropping eight back in coverage to try to keep that ball inbounds and not let them get to the sidelines or get to the first down marker. Fourth down and seven, 23 seconds left, 49-35 Jacks. Four wides, one left, three right. Schuster looking to throw him in a three-man rush. Stepping up, and he breaks away from Quinton Hicks's sack. Now he lofts a high-arcing ball to the back of the end zone, and it's out the back of the end zone, deflected by multiple people incomplete. And that'll end the UND hopes with 14 seconds remaining. Nice job by the three-man pressure up front just to force Tommy to, he had to dance a little bit. He wouldn't be able to stand back there, but then he just lofted that up for grabs. It's a 50-50 ball at that point. It's a modified Hail Mary, if you will. Uh, but the Jackrabbits had a chance to get the sack and end him. Instead, they take the ball over on the incomplete pass in the end zone. So it is Heidi who will take the snap under center, put a knee to it, and that'll end it. Final five seconds run off the clock. 35 unanswered points by South Dakota State on the road against a top 20 program. And the number one team in the FCS will remain in Brookings, South Dakota. Final score, Jackrabbits 49, Fighting Hawks 35. SDSU, a 14-point win on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. Brent Bowen will recap today's game. Final stats coming up. Mark Gronowski, along with Dyshawn Gales, and head coach John Stiglmeyer all join us. Much more to come. It's the first Dakota National Bank postgame show, and it's next. This is Jackrabbit football from Learfield. Again, this is the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. South Dakota State 49, North Dakota 35 is the final. Tyler Merriam alongside Dyshawn Gales, the North Chicago, Illinois native and fifth-year senior. And Dyshawn, uh, first things first, coming off the win at North Dakota State, this is not an easy rebound game after that. Quite an atmosphere here today. Yeah, um, it was a big game um, coming off last this week. Um, physically and mentally, you can get drained playing DSU, but coming here, we knew they was going to come out and give us all they got it, and it's always electric here, and it came out pretty fast. Tell me about the emotions when you play a game like this and you see Adam Bach go down and what he means to this defense. Losing him, how do you guys handle that and being able to just put your best foot forward when you take away one of the best players in all of the nation defensively? Yeah, um, it was tough losing Bach. We, you know, he leads the defense. He's out mid in the middle. He got us going. But um, it was next man up. Um, shout out to Savion and Schaefer. They came off the bench. Their heads was up and they was ready to go. So um, props to them and Coach Rogers having them take those reps in practice and be intentional with those reps. You never know your numbers, Paul. Well, North Dakota leads this game 14-0 and has the ball. And if UND is able to put together a drive, puts you in a real tough spot, but then you make one of the plays of the game. So tell me what happened on the pick six. It was just man-to-man, -man, um, me and the safety, we had a, a, a check. I seen a quarterback pull it, and I just jumped off and jumped the ball and tried to make a play for the team. And then when you catch the ball, what do you see in front of you? I see nothing but the end zone. I know I had to focus on the ball, and I, just, I was going to get in from there. 
Well, you certainly did. And then how about the play at the end of the half that your corner mate, Malik Lofton, yeah. makes? Yeah, that was zone. big. Um, it was 21-14 and kept points off the board. It's always good to keep points off the board. He made a, um, a big play, high-pointed it. It was um, That was a great catch. And it's tough trying to chase down Schuster. That defensive yeah. line, you run out a lot of bodies. They had their hands full today, but what a job <coughs> they did to make it as hard as possible on one of the best quarterbacks in this league. Yeah, um, we knew they was going to get home sooner or later. The first half, I think we got home as much, but we knew the second half they got home, and they made it easier for us on the back end. How excited are you to be back home, to not have to travel next week for Hobo Day when you welcome Indiana State to Brookings? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, can't wait for Jack Rabbit Nation to come out for Hobo Day. It's always fun for Hobo Days. Coming to North Dakota twice, two weeks in a row, and electric environments is, is good, and got two good dubs, and uh, can't wait to get back to Dana J. Dyshawn, congratulations. Appreciate it. That's Dyshawn Gales with us here on the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. South Dakota State 49 and North Dakota 35 is the final. Mark Gronowski is uh, talking with some fans here. He'll be joining us in just a moment. The head coach of the yellow and blue, John Stigelmeyer, is waiting in the wings as well. We're going to talk to both those uh, individuals in the moments ahead. As a matter of fact, Gronowski sees that we are now ready, and he could have kept talking, but he's a nice enough guy. He's going to come right over here, and he's going to put the headset on. So we will uh, continue with our first Dakota National Bank postgame show, and we'll talk to the starting quarterback of the yellow and blue, Mark Gronowski. Mark, first things first, congratulations just in general. What can you say about your team coming on the road and winning this game? And again, another hostile environment. Uh, yeah, no, it was awesome. I mean, the, the crowd here was really great, and um, it was a fun atmosphere to start. But we, we didn't come out firing, and they punched us in the mouth um, coming out. But our, our team battled back, and it was a great win overall. Down 14 nothing. They have the ball again, and it feels like it's starting to slip away a little bit, and then Dyshawn Gales makes the play that he does. Tell me what you saw in the emotions when you see him come up with that pick six. And that was that was a game changer right there, because they were they were they were driving, they couldn't they couldn't really be stopped at that point, and Dyshawn really turned the turned the game around, and from that point on it was a totally different ballgame. What changed offensively for you guys? Because certainly as this game went along, whatever didn't work early started working. Yeah, I mean, I thought we kind of made a couple mistakes early, putting us behind the sticks. And I mean, it's it's hard it's hard to get past that when you have a false start or uh, a holding call early in the in, early in the series. So, um, in the second half, we kind of just started to play in our game, uh, less less uh, penalties, and it worked out for us. And we were able to spread the ball around, and it was a it was a fun second half. What's it say about this team? Because you know what the reputation is. It's it's a it's a grinded out team that controls the clock, and yet today you had the football for 23 minutes and you win, being able to find ways to win in different uh, situations. What's that say? No, that's awesome. I mean, our defense put us in some great situations with some turnovers. Um, Jaden Yonke had a couple great kick or punt returns that, I mean, we, we were able to score quick, and um, when you score quick, you can put up some big points, and that's what we did today. Let's talk more about Jaden, because he had five receptions for 86 yards, and I think any one of them could have been a highlight for play of the week. I mean, he had a sensational acrobatic day catching balls. Yeah, no, it was awesome. I mean, he had, he had a lot. He had a lot of really. He had a really good day, and um, I just got to throw the ball up to him, and he's going to make plays for us. And I feel bad. I, I could have gave him a passing touchdown too today, but. Uh, Got, got fell short at the one, so. Hey, I tell you what, though, that vertical over Gus Miller when he went down in front of you was pretty impressive. Yeah, no, that was, that was good. I mean, I probably shouldn't have jumped so high, and I maybe could have scored on that one, but 
Um, it, it was a fun play. I love that you're critiquing it to that level. <laughs> I want to talk about the touchdown rush as well, where Zach Hines got behind you, and that pile just kept going forward. I've never seen that to that degree. Tell me about what it was like. Did you have any idea what was happening in the middle of all of that? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I got stopped at the five-yard line. I thought I was going to go down, and got the cavalry coming behind me, the 605 hogs or tight ends, and even our running backs. I mean, they pushed me to the end zone, and that's their touchdown, really. And uh, it was an awesome play, and that was a, that was a great team play right there. How good was your offensive line today? Uh, they were they were spectacular. I mean, the 605 Hogs are playing great every single week so far, and they're they're one of the best offensive lines in the country, and you can see that every single week. How nice was it to have Tucker Craft to throw the football to? Gosh, that, that kid's a playmaker. I mean, you saw it today at that kick return, the the uh, little rope cut we had, and uh, even a, his touchdown play. I mean, he just makes plays. You get him the ball, and um, that kid's going to make plays, and he's awesome to have back. Back-to-back -back road wins, the number one team in the country, and yet I have a pretty good idea that you will enjoy playing at home next Saturday. Yeah, no, I can't wait to be back at Dana J and um, being a number one team, coming back there first time ever, and uh, it should be a fun one. Mark Gronowski, thanks for the time. Congratulations. Thank you. That's the starting quarterback of SDSU, Mark Gronowski. Our first Dakota National Bank postgame show continues in a moment. We'll hear from John Stigelmeyer. Final scores, final stats, much more. SDSU a winner, 49-35 over North Dakota. This is Jackrabbit Football from Learfield. Welcome back to the Alaris Center in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and more of the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. South Dakota State matches a Division I record for win streaks, seven consecutive games won by the Yellow and Blue as the number one team of the FCS uh, rallies from a 14-point deficit to defeat North Dakota today. Final SDSU 49, UND 35. Joining us on the sidelines, the head coach of South Dakota State, John Stigelmeyer, and Coach, with how this thing started to how it ended, it seems like we've talked about this before, but your team never gets rattled, and uh, you come away with an impressive win, especially considering the way the first few minutes went. Yeah, very impressive. Uh, I'm, I'm extremely proud of our guys. Uh, you have to give a ton of credit to UND and the staff and, and Tommy Schuster. The, the kid's a really, really good football player. Uh, you know, he's a competitor. And uh, the way it started, uh, you know, our guys could have lost faith, and, and they didn't. And uh, uh, we got to shore up some things on special teams but uh, and get healthy, but, but I'm really excited about the win. Well, 14-0 UND leads it, and it has the ball. And then one of the plays of the game, Dyshawn Gales really turned everything around with that pick six. Well, it, the pick six and the fact that uh, Schuster hadn't thrown uh, but uh, two interceptions the whole season, if I'm correct. And, and we got him twice, so huge play by Dyshawn. And uh, I don't think that that energized our uh, our offense, but it did uh, it did do something for our football team. Well, and speaking of energizing the offense, the one that maybe did was Tucker Kraft. That catch he had to have him back to make the catch to come down the field and score that touchdown in the first half. Nice to have number 85 back in the arsenal. Yeah, he's he's a really good football player, and, and uh, he's worked very hard deserving of the the plays he makes and it's good to have him back and healthy and uh you know heck mark was 17 for 22 you can't play much better than that and uh and uh our guys made plays when he threw him the ball one of the other plays you alluded to already late in the first half und is up seven in field goal range they take a shot deep to the end zone of malik loft and give it up six inches to garrett mogg out jumps him for the football and makes the interception in the end zone yeah huge play you know that because it ended the half i don't think it it, it it was it felt as huge as big as it was but that was a huge play no points no more no, no momentum at the end of the first half for those guys and really 
and, and talk about big heart. <laughs> he went up and took the ball. That's a super. All right, now you know what people are asking for the second straight week. Coach, talk about that halftime speech of yours. Uh, I said the same thing. <laughs> I said exactly the same thing. And uh, at the end of the game, I always ask them if we can play better. And I said, can we play better at halftime? And they did. They, they played really well. Your offense, what changed for that group in the second half? You know, I think we just understood what they're doing. They do a lot of stuff on defense. And our guys were seeing it, and then, so we were able to draw it up. Uh, we did not put any new plays in that I'm aware of. Uh, and our guys just got into a sink. And we had some good field position too, right, and, which helped out a ton. You know, the punt return, the strip uh, on, on the fumble, those types of things help you out. Well, and that's the interesting thing, too, is that you document there were some things on special teams you didn't do very well. By the same token, Jaden Yaki has the longest kick return of the season for you and that unbelievable punt return he had as well. Yeah, I think he ran like 200 yards to go 70, but it was, uh, it was a heck of a play. And would love to see him get in because he had a really special day uh, on offense, too. But uh, big, big play by him. Yeah, he had some tremendous catches. And Mark Gronowski's day, I mean, throwing for three, rushing for two, and we talk about it a lot, but his leadership uh, means so much to this team. It does, yeah, it does. And, and uh, when he's on the field, he's a calming spirit. He makes plays. I don't think he felt like he was playing great at the start of the game, but, boy, he settled in and made some great throws. And then let's give Zach uh, some credit on the on, on the tight end sneak for the one touchdown and, and uh, the, the, the reverse throwback, those types of things. you, you got to know the right time to call that. And he was on today. And we talk about leadership. Another guy who plays such a huge role being a leader on this team is Adam Bach. And how you guys were able to bounce back from that because you see him go down in the first series of the game unable to return. And that could be deflating to a lot of teams. And how you guys handled that went a long way to why you won today. Well, I, two th I think two things. And, and you're right. He's a great player for us. And I think two things come into play. Uh, number one, Adam didn't hang his head. He was out there cheering on his guys. And number two, our philosophy, we don't say next man up. We just say believe in your guys, which is any man up, uh, they can do it. And we had a lot of guys doing it today. Well, and what stood out to me is the last couple of weeks, USD, NDSU, you've won by dominating time of possession in the second half and just grinding things out and controlling the clock. Today, you only had the ball on offense for 23 minutes and 40 seconds. It was some of those big plays you talked about. You found a different way to win on the road against a top 20 team in a tough environment. Well, again, short field at sometimes, big plays sometimes throwing the ball. And, uh, uh, you know, Mark pointed out, you know, it's kind of unusual, Coach. We had more points than we had plays. And I said, that's what counts, <laughs> the points. How proud are you of this group right now? I'm really proud of them. Uh, you know, there's some pressure when you become number one, and we've never been there before. And so uh, I think that was part of it too, and I think we'll settle in and, and say uh, that was okay. It was okay to uh, play the way we played, and we're going to need to correct some things. And I feel bad for Drotz at the end there with the punt team, but we got a block. I mean, it was like nobody was blocking. And uh, disappointing that they got, they got the touchdown, but uh, very proud of my guys, our guys. All right, the usuals, what are you happiest with from today? Uh, finding a way to make a win and handle the adversity. Uh, the crowd was intense. We quieted those guys down in the second half. Uh, so just really the maturity of our football team. Biggest disappointment today? Uh, the injuries. Yeah, I, 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 we had a lot of guys that that uh, uh, ended up uh, leaving the field, not coming back. And then the two 15-yard penalties when uh, when you got a chance, I think it was after a fourth down, you got a chance to go in and score. That's not a mature football team at that point. We have a mature football team, but that was not mature at the time. How excited are you to play a home game next Saturday? 
I, I, I'm just excited to be the head football coach at South Dakota State, Tyler. Uh, hobo day, hobo week. Uh, I love tradition. Uh, uh, I love our part of that week. Uh, I love our stadium. Uh, I hope our fans show up, turn out and and support the Jacks. They certainly have to this point this season. They have. They have. Like we couldn't. I, I literally cannot ask for a better uh, better support from uh, uh, the in-person people. And I know the people watching and listening. Coach, congratulations. Appreciate the time. Thanks, Tyler. Take care.